What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Wednesday evenings, Facts Over Feelings live stream, where we kick the facts and we don't care about your feelings. And we back in here with another crazy show. Did you see the title to today's show? Oh, the 35-year-old woman's 19-year-old male lover deletes, or at least attempts to delete, her 15-year-old live-in lover. Yes, indeed, male lover as well. It's a man. You heard it. And now it is time to send it. You heard it. Guys, man, we've been told sugar and spice and everything nice. But in reality, they've been doing some debaucherous behavior out here. As oh, well. the humanity. Yes, a 35-year-old woman's 19-year-old lover, male lover, attempts to delete or delete her 15-year-old male live-in lover. Yes. Man. Of course. Of course. Let a man. <laughs> no, I think. No, 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 no. It's her. See, people are confused. People are confused. She had both of the young men. They weren't lovers together. They, they weren't. They weren't together. The two men weren't together. The two men. It's a love triangle. She's in the center. Well, she's on that angle. She's she's the me female in the situation. The two young men. One, the underage 15-year-old, he was piping it down, bro. Tag team, train, and one of the boys got mad at the, this is death by simp, teenage edition, with a grown, entangled adult. Yes. I, you cannot make this it up. She didn't go to the junior college. This woman went to the high school. And let me tell you, man, if this story came out and it was a man, and he had a foldable junior college 19-year-old eating Fruit Loops, watching anime. And then uh, uh, his 15-year-old sophomore and high school girlfriend busted up in there, waving the faux faux. Yeah, this would be nationwide news. But of course, <laughs> this is insane. Yes. Now, I'm just going to say this right now. I want you to think real quick. You see the thumbnail. I want you to think real quick. The woman's a white woman. Her name probably is Methany or Crystal, Crystal Methany or something like that. You see her. She's looking like a haggard woman. What race of men, what race do you think the male is who did the deleting, the clapping? What race of men do you think? Think of one second. Think one long, hard second. What race do you think the male suspect is? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, the humanity. I know. I'm hard on black men. But it's a ninja. I mean, wouldn't you know? Wouldn't you have guessed? It's a ninja. It is a brother killing other brothers. Now, I don't know the race of the 15-year-old living lover, but I'm just going to assume it's another brother. It is definitely your Jermaine. All right, so we got it going on right now. Man, you know what I mean? We will put our salami in anything. We will we will bust anybody's cheeks. 
I mean, we have to stop denying it at this point. There's some representatives. We will pipe down any hot piece of peace leave. Now, I say that because, interesting enough, there, there is a woman, and I don't know what it is about these women. Actually, I know what it is about these women, this particular group of women. Here's Taylor, allegedly on a dating app. I can't tell what dating app this is, but she has a verification. She says plus size. Now, these women are openly, I mean, you see the chin hanging down. These women are openly throwing yo ninja ass up under the bus. Openly. And she says she's plus size. I mean, you see what you see on the screen here. There's no need to describe this. This woman, if I'm clapping these cheeks, I might as well be making bacon on her back too. All right, come on, man. She's five foot 11. And she says, if you are white, it's an automatic no. If you're Hispanic, it's an, may it's an A maybe. Okay, she made a mistake there. We all do. And if you're black, it's an automatic yes. An automatic yes. I mean, automatic. There's no questions asked. Any ninja can get inside of them guts. Oh, the humanity. Any, I mean, apparently any black man. She's going ahead and says, bring the salami. Here it is. You guys see it, man. This is crazy. I mean, they're openly throwing you ninjas up under the bus because let's just get it clear. Ninjas are the only ones that is going to blow this whale. Now, there she blows, blowing them cheeks out. And you know what them cheeks look like. You know what them cheeks look like. I wish I had a good picture of it. But, you know, when the women, they, they cheeks look like they clenched at the bottom already because, you know, the thighs is rubbing together. They just got wide hips. They don't have a big butt. You know, them cheeks look like they already clenched together like this because the extra fat. Mm. There she blows. I wish I had a great picture of it. You know the cheeks I'm talking about. <laughs> you know the cheeks I'm talking about. You know you did just. Yeah, that brother's starving. You know y'all be out there. <laughs> You know, you guys know, shaped like a whole refrigerator. You know, yeah, ain't nothing clean back there. There ain't no, man. <laughs> and she's out there like, bruh, I will. There's a, there's another woman. I cannot even play it. It was a, it was a ghetto-fied, trashy white woman. You could just tell she had the fingernails and she'd been smoking, you know, weed all day. And for some reason, she she's on on Twitter and she's doing a video and she says she calls a guy the N word. She uses the N word N I double G A, and Twitter roasts her. So then she posts a picture. She posts a video of a ninja eating the groceries, and of course she's a pog. Ninja just eating out the groceries like he's just a loving it. He just a, he licking it clean. He went right to the Snickers factory. And she was like, oh, you think I ain't got no ninja? And then, ninja, you, man, I can't show it on YouTube, but it's on Twitter. You can find these things on Twitter. She was like, oh, word. And she po posted the phone up and this ninja going ham. And she's built like this woman right here. I mean, she's a little better looking, this woman. I'm sure she's small. But she was still, she was still a pog. And this is the reality of it, man. Look, these women know they're going to catch they going to catch the salami from you ninja, from you ninjas. And we got to do something about this reputation. I attribute it to 
uh, the cold approach thing, which we which is evident. But then people are like, no, it's the dating apps. And you're somewhat true. But cold approaching and dating apps is almost synonymous, meaning that the same dudes that will cold approach is the same dudes throwing their salami around recklessly on dating apps. It's one and the same, especially Tinder. OK, so, you know, these guys would still approach that woman in public. If he saw her at the grocery store, it's an easy layup. He's still going to approach. This is why she can confidently say only black. You guys can't see it on the screen. I'll, let me see if I can remove that bottom part. You see this? Look at the bottom part. If you are black, it's an automatic yes. You see that right there? Look at that. Oh, the humanity. There she blows. Oh, the humanity. Now, you guys know your slow Tuesdays be looking like this. The slow Tuesdays be looking just like this. So we got to do something maybe to change the perception of men. I know because there's some brothers like, not me, coach. Lying they ass off. Lying they ass off. You know, you know, if she came over to the crib real quick and she pulled that fupa out of her tights, you would be hogging right away. You would be hogging. Oh, the humanity. You know it, man. <laughs> Y'all straight. To the tender, straight to the hog section. Y'all would be out there like, here we go. <laughs> straight to the hogging. All right. And the white, hey, the whiter, the better. You know what I mean? The whiter, the better. And you know what I mean? And she don't even have white skin. Her skin is pink like the pig. You know what I mean? Like she don't even have her skin, not even white. It's pink. You know what I mean? Because the blood pushed all out. The bus pulled all out in this flush. She like literally pink. All right. Somebody said tax season. She ain't no damn tax season. She a normally regular part of your rotation. All right. She a regular part of your rotation. It'd be like pigs, pig suey. Hey, oh, the humanity. pink skin too. Not even, not even white. She ain't look. Let me take a look. Let's pop her back up. You know, for damn sure. This woman, she not even white. Look, she pink. Mm. All right, let me stop, man. This show is already gone. That's not even, that wasn't even a regular subject here. Look, these are the subjects. Hey, today's show, today's show, topics are below. We're going to get to the main event towards the end of the show. Dollar sign CGA live on the Cash App. Venmo Coach Greg Adams TV. PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. That is pinned to the top of the live chat of the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And you can super chat on the Notorious CGA new, channel. New, 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 new world order. I actually told you, I actually told you my um, theory of why men have developed the propensity in the neighborhoods to like bigger women. Oinker, oinkers, I would call them. All right. And it does stem back from the, you know, I, I love it. it. You know, the, the it does stem back from the slave days. You know what I mean? The Mandingo days where, you know, much of these plantation insatiable women. They were ones, you know, some of the earliest abolitionists and feminists, allegedly. They was unabashed about their propensity to want to get throttled by the male bucks. On the plantation and they would go buy and service and they would go survey and they would go to the auctions and they would show up pig suey measuring grabbing all right it's in your dna as the african-american male it's in your dna to have the oinkers just coming up grabbing on you <laughs> all right 
And so now as an African-American plantation male, it's ingrained in your DNA to be looking for oh, the humanity. And that is extended from that is extended to that is extended to what I told you about the public broadcasting system in Sesame Street. Essentially, it was a psyops on the black community. Well, not necessarily, but but you know what I mean? It was basically developed to target minorities, specifically blacks, meaning that they were going to uh, teach the black kids while they were at home and their mother was working or maybe working on the corner and collecting welfare checks and there were no fathers, right? They were like, we're going to educate them. We're going to teach them to count to one, two, three. And I actually showed you that the Sesame Street was directly targeted specifically for black kids and or minority kids. I mean, I read this article for you. And then it even said even the set was designed after a New York or a Brooklyn looking street, Sesame Street. Now, but that being said, one or two, uh, several characters can be attributed to black characters. All right. Number one, the count. The count was the street pimp in the New York neighborhood. All right. He would want to count his holes. All he was missing was the holes. But the count, yes. Oscar the Grouch. Oscar the Grouch definitely was part of this as well. The Grouchy Wino. All right, you had Bert and Ernie. They were the Reading Rainbow homeboys that lived together, right? Right? Y'all ready for this? They were the Reading Rainbow, Ernie and Bert. Essentially the odd couple. And then you had Cookie Monster was just the ninja that would just come and just eat your... He was like Bruh Man from the Fifth Flow. Now, Kermit the Frog was you regular lame ninjas that had good jobs. See, Kermit the Frog was you lame ninjas, you educated lames. And who, who was always after Kermit the Frog? Miss Piggy. Miss Piggy was always after Kermit the Frog, and Miss Piggy had the confidence that you would not find in suburban white women's, but Miss Piggy always was after little skinny ass Kermit the Frog. Yeah, Cookie Monster was a fiend. Cookie uh, Kermit the Frog was just chilling. He was doing his job. He didn't have no outside kids, no outside tadpoles. And guess what? Miss Piggy, Big Butt, was always trying to get on Kermit. All right? Always trying to get on Kermit. And Kermit was like, yo, man, come on, man. This is too much. But behind the scenes, Kermit would be slobbing her down. That's why Miss Piggy kept... Come at full speed like Kermit. You know we are item. And he's like, man, would you back up? He didn't want to see. He didn't want to see her in public. He was like, I don't know you. You too much. But then when the turn the cameras turn off, guess what happened? Kermit the Frog was on Sesame Street. Kermit the Frog was on Sesame Street. He was on there. Kermit the Frog was on Sesame Street. And Miss Piggy would come through. Miss Piggy would come through. And Kermit. He liked the big girls, but on the low, low, on the low, low. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? He would be smoking that tail. He would be making bacon. But Kermit was on Kermit was on Sesame Street. He was the roving reporter. Miss Piggy would come through every now and then. Miss Piggy would come through now and then. And that's where it started. And then Kermit was like, man, I got to go on over here to the other show. I got to go to the Muppet show. And then here come Miss Piggy, too. He was making bacon. He was smoking that ham. But guess what? That's what happened. See, in your mind, 
as a young man watching the show, listening to the count, count his pimps and count his money as he tootalooted the horn. He was like, tootalooted, and all the hoes came in and he was like, 1,000, 2,000, 3,000. Ha ha ha. All right. Yep. And you know, you know, good and damn well. You know, good and damn well. They was putting in your mind to like you a Miss Piggy. You grew up. You grew up loving you a Miss Piggy. She even had the pumps on her feet with the pump fat coming out. She had them little ass shoes and them big ass feet with the pump fat coming on top. It's ingrained. It's ingrained in your mind. <laughs> all right. So now all your life. It's ingrained in your DNA. It's ingrained in your mind. So when you see they coming down the street, you be like, yes. Oh, the humanity. I gotta have it. You be like, yes. I love me some cankles. I love me a big tree trunk leg. The wider, the better. The bigger, the <laughs> All right, anyway. Anyway, it was just a thought. It was just a thought, but as you can see, man, she's got a steady stream of dudes. What do you city? What city do you think? Is that Memphis? Memphis? Yes. All right, Memphis. Shout out to Memphis, Tennessee, back in the building. All right. Uh, let me see. Are there earlier contributors? I better acknowledge them. Jewel C is back in the building. Thank you, man. Albert Wesker says no peace leave is free. Some pay with their lives. The most expensive. Paying with their life. You guys realize that, man. Gosh, dang, it's bad out there. The P is never free. Even KRS-One told us that. The P is not free, man. The P is not free. Some dudes will pay with their whole life to get some of that P, and that's since the beginning of time. We did have somebody send us a message as we signed off. I knew that was going to happen, but he wanted to bring some closure to the one of the stories that we were ending up on on the morning stream. And let me see if I can find it. He said, self-sacrifice. Oh, it's Murfreesboro is back. Milwaukee? Are they doing that in Milwaukee? Milwaukee. All right. All right. Where's my PayPal? Load them up. All right, PayPal, load them up. Where y'all at? All right, Venmo. PayPal, bugging. All right, we did have at the end of the show. Um, Let me see here. Was this Avery? Avery, you were the one that dipped in at the end. He said, CGA, don't forget that she divorced her husband and said it was Jermaine's fault in part one. She kicked him to the curb and now she's up Ish's Creek. So Avery wanted to acknowledge that that young woman who was in such financial strife actually divorced her husband, blamed him, and now she's up Shit's Creek. So she kind of deserves it. All right, we got Jay Cool in the building. Uh, let me see here. Oh, man, PayPal bugging out. So we got Macaroni Tony. He says, I had a 24% car loan with bad credit as well, but the car was only two years old and well under 140K miles. He says, got to just pay it off. Uh, you can't refinance it when you're upside down on the worth of the car. And that young lady doesn't know that. So, you know, uh, sometimes the biggest mistakes uh, that you learn from are the mistakes that you make from yourself. It's hard to learn from other people. So, you know, there are people protecting you from making mistakes. But she's going to make a mistake and have to pay 10 years with it. Okay. He also says, I know I blow you up, but I'm a chill after this. He says a topic that a lot of these game ninjas don't speak on is how they are hobosexuals. He says they ain't got a pot 
or a cot. And he says, so they crouch, couch surf these desperate women. I've been saying that for a while. I mean, because I've been calling it a broke strategy and um, you can't find many of these game dudes that are actually, now there are some dudes that are well off, all right? Or there's some dudes, they eventually got married and they're not running game, they're retired. Many of them though, that are in play, in field, many of them, not all, are broke as a joke. They broke as a hell of a joke. They They ain't got shit else going for them because just to be fair, if you're doing this on a regular basis, like if, you, if you're doing this on a regular basis, you don't have time to do anything else. Now, when I say broke, I'm, I pretty much mean like somewhat average, right? Somewhat average. You never, I'm, you rarely ever see someone that is just got it going on in life doing this unless you're in a Miami or a Los Angeles or a New York nightclub. I mean, that's going to be the exception to the rule. If that dude is about the nightlife, right? Yeah, you'll see him in the VIP. You'll see you'll see that, but it's not an everyday thing. He just knows I better go where the young hoes is at. You see this in Vegas. I was in Vegas. I had to meet somebody real quick. I was at a bar, uh, but it was during the day. It happened to be during the afternoon, but there were some old, old dudes that you could tell they were dressed up very Vegasy. Some old dudes with the crazy hair he looked like. I mean, and they had young broads with them. You know what I mean? Obviously paid. But um, they seem to be enjoying themselves. They probably met him at the nightclub the night before. I, I have no idea where they met him. But the, uh, the the age ranges were so wide, it was crazy. And um, even the young one of the young girls that was with her was a big pog. So, yeah, those type of guys be at the nightclub running game. Other than that, dudes that got their shit together is not going out running game. They're absolutely not. I can prove this 100% of the time. So um, dudes that don't have their shit together are somewhat awkward. There's some awkward ninjas that are game guys. Like they awkward, socially awkward ninjas. <laughs> right? And it's, when I say ninjas now, I'm not talking about black men. Like some of these dating coaches, man, I be seeing, I'm like, damn, they like socially awkward. Like if you watch long enough, you'd be like, that dude is autistic. <laughs> the more they talk how they interact how they pose for pictures i'll be looking i'll be like i guarantee you they got autism for sure I, they must be on the spectrum and i'm not dissing people who have autism but some of these dudes be like autistic like they be like on the spectrum i'll be looking at their ass i'm like do you have did you ever have fetal alcohol syndrome some of these dating coaches <laughs> like for sure i'll be like they be looking special to me there's a couple that come to mind pop up immediately i'll be like for sure man they be special i'll be like you know what instead of us debating why don't we go to vegas and play blackjack how about we do that mm. <laughs> like I, I don't even want to debate you i know you're not gonna pull no holes how about we go play 21 I think you'd be good. Just stand right here behind me and count these cards, Ninja. <laughs> ninja, count these cards. Tell me where to hit, Ninja. We gonna be the next Tom Cruise and whatever the other dude's name was. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 
Tell me when to split these bets. Yeah, yeah, we going you your name Rain Man. You ain't the Mac Man, you Rain Man. Trying to debate me. I'll be like, you Rain Man looking ass. Hey man, goofy ass. Dustin Hoffman looking. Get your ass over here and count these cards. Ninja, we about to make a buck. <laughs> right, anyway. We about to make a buck out here. Talking about dating coach. Ninja, ninja count these cards. Hey, tell me, hey man, tell me when they run out of face cards. <laughs> right, anyway. <laughs> All right, anyway. Please. All right, let's get in here. Jay Cool says, Coach, I've been at my gym and wait a minute. Am known there and yet. Wait, he says, I've been at my gym, am known there and yet got my first complaint. He says, look like it came from a new XX member who complained that I sat too close to her, but I was sitting on the weight bench and she was standing to the right. He says, inwardly, how do I how do you suggest I respond? He said, yep, I am not the guy that will break the rules for. Oh, damn, man. She set you up. She set you up. So she said you sat too close to her, but she was standing. I'm assuming she was standing near the bench and you moved in and sat down on the bench, right? Because it wouldn't be vice versa. She wouldn't have had stood next to you while you were sitting. So it sounds like she was standing near the bench and you came and sat on the bench, and now she's making a complaint. So, well, first of all, pull up the footage. Yeah, Michael Irvin, let's get the camera. I'm sure there's a camera that caught the interaction. That's how I would respond. So if I'm 100% innocent, or at least uh, it, it, it's going to look like an innocent uh, situation, let's pull up the footage and see if there was any intent. Now, if you had intent, if they saw you staring at that boo hoo tee, all right, then it's going to be an issue. You was, you know, moving around her, hovering around her, might look like there was intent. If there was nothing and it was innocent and you sat down, pull up the footage. Like, what's wrong with this bitch? She came in here. All right. I ain't I ain't got no time for this. This is crazy, but that's what you guys have to put up with. And if the footage doesn't um uh support her side of the argument, then you can say, Hey man, you need to write her up immediately on this. Put it in the file, make sure you know and are aware just in case there's retaliation that this incident occurred. Matter of fact, get a copy of the footage. Okay. All right. Newski says these XXs are wild and every week is something about women and young teens. I see no outrage. They be quiet as a church mouse pissing on cotton. Let's get to the show. We got some things to jump in. 50 Cent. We're going to see what 50 Cent is talking about. He's a rapper, actor. All right. Entrepreneur. All right, and he's going to talk about attractive women. He says, stay away from attractive women. This is going to be a hard one. They moved the volume up here for Instagram now, all in all since this morning. All right, that's actually easier for me. And I've been actually talking about this as well. Attractive women are overrated. I like attractive women for treats. They're treats for me. Uh, but of course, I didn't develop this philosophy for a long time. For a long time, I was like, oh, man, if I could just get a woman a little more prettier, a little more prettier. You know what I mean? But now I know the maintenance. I know most of them aren't worth anything past a very good bedroom interaction in the suite. Many of them are worth arm candy, but they're high maintenance. They're very, very, very high maintenance. You're not willing to pay the maintenance fee on an attractive woman. You're not willing to deal with life. Also, attractive women live on a real, real, real different 
parallel universe. They don't live the life that you live. The shit that you go through, they ain't went through none of that shit. The shit that you went through, they ain't seen hide nor hair of any of those issues. Like they complain about stuff that you're like, what? The life that they've lived because they're attractive and, and more power to them. You ain't lived none of that life. Not, you ain't about none of that. They've seen more, they've seen more peace leave than you've ever seen. They've seen more money than you've ever seen. Not they don't have it, but they've seen more. They've been around more celebrities. They've been in better houses. They've slept in better houses. They slept at better hotels. Ninja, they've ate at better restaurants for free. All they had to do was just be them. Okay, so they blew more coke and they smoked better weed than you. Hey, they've lived a whole different life. Now, their whole thing is, for them, the tough part is, you know what I mean? They're going to hit the wall. Even daily, they lose value and the competition gets stiff. There are new attractive women that come on the market every day. Competition's stiff for them. And with that being said, there's more attractive women than there are rich men. So rich men have enough access to replace their ass with the quickness. They have the lower self-esteem, meaning that they're always aware of their beauty or errors or flaws, and they can get replaced off the hierarchy of men real quick. Real quick. So this is the thing about attractive women. I think they're headaches, but they're very good to look at. If you're just a regular guy, it's like going to the BMW shop. Just look. Ninja, you ain't getting one. All right? At best, rent one. If you get one, be ready to fight every day for your life. Okay? You're going to be fighting for your life. And they like to be degraded. That's the other thing. But let, let's let 50 Cent talk about it. Here we go. I really, really enjoy looking at attractive women. Like, I want to see every version of an attractive woman. You know, high, short, tall, long, skinny, big girl, small girl, all pretty stuff. I, I could do that all day. I could just, just sit and look at shit. You know what I mean? But, you know, I don't want them to come too close to me. Don't come to me. Don't stay over there. But yeah, but it's a pretty ass because you're probably crazy as a motherfucker and you'll fuck up everything. I really. So he's saying recreational use only. He said the candy shop is closed. Recreational use. I love the look. There's Hey, guys, in the red pill, we get kind of weird. Don't look at them. Look, man, when there's attractive women around, you got to look, man. This is natural. Look, get your sunglasses on. Get your window tint on in your car. Look, I like the look. I like the mm, mm. I like me some long, long legs, long, long hair. Oh, man, I'll be. Mm, 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 mm. But at the end of the day, they way too much work, man. They will fuck up your life. And I think in the clip they cut this, he basically is, I think maybe I cut it. They will mess your life up. Guys, you cannot afford attractive women. I don't want to hear this shit. I'm talking about highly attractive. We're not talking about Columbus Nines, Memphis Nines. We're talking about either LA, New York, Miami. And I know, well, those are plastic bitches. Look, those are the attractive women. Okay. They're Botox, dolphin lip, plastic, highly made up. Very much their genetically modified and high genetic lottery. That's where they at. I don't want to hear about your Des Moines, Iowa fine ass bitches. All right. These women will destroy your life. Recreational rent only rent them. And you know what? When you rent them, when you rent them, you know what I mean? You might blow half of your rent, but it might be the funnest day of your life. So it might be overrated. But it's better than buying them, other suckers. Mm. It's better to buy them, man. Buying them, you ninjas can't afford it. You can't afford that shit. 
you can't even afford man you take a a, a pretty chick home and and i'm sorry you take a pretty chick and you get into a relationship with one if you ain't earning top billing she gonna go out yeah we going out tonight we going out tonight man they will run your wallets dry yeah rent rent only they will they will bleed you dry and then when they bleed your ass dry, they will hop to the next wallet. They'll hop to the next wallet with no shame. So please, man, please. It, it ain't all what it's cracked up to be. Now, if you just that ninja and you a surgeon and you make half million dollars a year and you made half million dollars a year for five, 10 years and you just want you a trophy wife, bitch, and you already got it. You got your investments. You got all that shit. And you just want to wife up one of these women, take her off. And she just jump in. That's you more power to you. You'll be able to afford her. She will bleed your ass right now. And she'll sign the prenup. You got it. You still going broke. She going to spend your, she going to spend so much money. You ain't even going to know what happened to you. But by that point, you know, you don't have a financial need. You don't have a financial need. He says that's still not enough for a woman. It's not enough. Not for an attractive woman. Do you guys can't afford attractive women? Um, even if you're running game on an attractive woman and your game is tight and you got the boat and the cars and you got all of that shit, the Bentley Continental and you got the house and the properties and you just be like, man, I got her. I got her. This man. Yeah. Remember the Asian doctor? She going to run you in circles. You can't keep up. You will be at work thinking about her. You'd be performing surgery and she'd be calling you, blowing you up, asking you stupid shit, running your credit cards up. Anytime she talked to a man, you're going to be like, if your shit ain't right, she talking to a man. So you talking to that man, you come here, you grab her skinny little arm, bring her ass over to you. You ain't talking to that man. Cause you know, rich ninjas, don't give a shit that you got her locked up. They will smooth cut your ass off. They will cut your ass off. She like, there's always somebody richer. You be at the party. You know what I mean? Socializing and shit. You chilling. You look around. Your girl left your side. Where my damn girl at? You got your drink. Where that bitch? I, she was right by my side. <laughs> you go over. And it's a dude that's got a net worth double you. And he got a he got no hair on the top right here, all hair on the side, and a long ponytail. And he got the cheapest ass suit on, and he's five foot three. Bending your girl's ear. Bending that motherfucking ear. And you walk up with your drink. You walk up. Oh, hey, um, hi, baby. Um, who is this you talking to? You look that ninja up and down. Who the fuck is, man, who are you? <laughs> he look at you like, I'll buy your ass 15 times over. I will have one of my bankers bankrupt your ass tomorrow and take your bitch. <laughs> but I mean it in a respectable way. No disrespect. You sitting there looking. He walks away. You like, damn. And then your girl, your self-esteem, everything. Then your girl, oh, don't worry about that, honey. Don't worry about that. I only love you. I only have eyes for you. Mm. <laughs> and I'll buy your bitch. Man, please. <laughs> 
Don't step to me. Don't ever think you can step to me. I'll buy you and your bitch. Which one? And I'll turn your ass out. I had your ass. <laughs> Yo, but look, I'm just exaggerating. But let me tell you something. If you're somewhere socially and your girl goes missing, believe me, dudes was waiting like piranhas to go talk to your girl. They was waiting on you. And if you got some self-esteem issues, if you got some issues, you are not ready for this life. Not ready for this life. You're just going to have to find you a new one. Don't get your heart into it. Really, really enjoy looking at attractive women. Like, I want to see every version of an attractive woman. You know, high, short, tall, long, skinny, big girl, small girl, all pretty stuff. I, I could do that all day. I could just, just sit and look at shit. You know what I mean? But, you know, I don't want them to come too close to me. Don't come to me. Don't stay over there. But yeah, but it's a pretty ass because you're probably crazy as a motherfucker and you'll fuck up everything. <laughs> so do you agree with 50 Cent on that one? I think that's an interesting one. We've been talking about that for about a year or so about highly attractive women. Just leave them alone. I know your dream is to bed one of these women. Just yeah, the best thing I could tell you is on your birthday, give yourself a treat. Rent one out. See what it is. Maybe you'll fall in love and head over heels. Or you'll find out it ain't all what it's cracked up to be, and you'll be back with plain Janes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> all right. We diss plain Janes sometimes, but I'm telling you, plain Janes are a decent comfort zone if you can find a decent one. Sometimes they'd be the biggest 304s as well. All right. All right. The next story the CEO of TikTok doesn't allow his children to view TikTok. Mm. Let's go ahead and roll the film on that. Interesting there. That's kind of like, um, uh, my man from the Apple, uh, the Apple, uh, what is it? Steve Jobs. He wouldn't let his kids have smartphones. But the CEO of TikTok is shuffling, going, Yeah, TikTok is great. TikTok is great for Americans. Yes. But at the same time, I don't let my kids use it. Oh, the humanity. Oh, the humanity. That's a surprise. Let's listen. Two kids. Do they use TikTok? No, they're too young for that. So wh uh, at what ages are they? Uh, eight and six. Okay. TikTok is here in the US, if you're below the ages of, if you're below 13, you get a very restricted version of TikTok. And in many other countries around the world, we don't allow users who are below 13. Even if you are a teenager, you know, we provide, we have invested in a lot of tools for the parents of the teenagers to be able to have more control if you're a parent here and your teenage child is on TikTok, go to settings. There's family pairing. Click on it. It's going to. Bruh, are you joking? Are you joking? The kid knows how to go to these settings, too. I don't care if you put the password in. What? He lying about the kids getting a very, very. He's lying about that. Um, And then he's like, go to go to your settings, parents. Go to your go to your kid's phone. Go to settings. What the hell are you talking about? That's terrible. Let's play it. It's going to give you a lot of tools to manage your, your teenager's experience. <laughs> so you have two kids. <laughs> I do. Do they use TikTok? No, they're too young for that. So wh uh, at what ages are they? Uh, eight and six. Okay. TikTok yes. is here in the U.S. If you're below the ages of, if you're below 13, you get a very restricted version of TikTok. And in many other countries around the world, we don't allow users who are below 13. <laughs> he did do this. Even if you are a teenager, you know, we provide, we have invested in a lot of tools 
for the parents of the teenagers to be able to have more control. Now, if you're a parent here and your teenage child is on TikTok, go to settings, there's family pairing, click on it, it's going to give you a lot of tools to manage your, your teenager's experience. Yeah, man. Hey, listen, you can't you can't fault him. You know what I mean? He had to do the best shuffling he can, but apparently this is still him today. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man. What you gonna do? Look out, boys, it's coming through. Yeah, man, yeah, man. Apparently, I don't even think he stopped shuffling. The dude is still shuffling. I think he woke up and his natural set setting is stuck on shuffling, right? The dude was like, well, uh, we have some settings for you. You'll go to your kid's home. Man, your kids got, what do they call the um, the accounts that they keep that the parents don't know about? I know you guys know the phrase for this. Thank you, Generation Z. But they're, your kids have these type of accounts where they's like, oh, these, this is my Instagram account, mom. This is my Instagram account, dad. But they got, not is it burner accounts? There's another account. Maybe it is burner. Spam burner. I mean, I thought it was another word. Shadow. Stan. Stan. I think it's Stan. Is it? Or Finsta. Finsta was one. Stan, I thought, was another one, maybe. Maybe not. But Finsta. Finsta was another one. Fake Insta. But, yeah, a lot of them have, your, your kids have different accounts. Your kids have five accounts, <laughs> right? And they got the account the parents can see. They already lost the sign-in to that account because they don't even go over there. Right. They, that's the account that you see. Then you ask them, I'm going to I'm going to pause your Instagram because you got in trouble. You got all you got all C's on your report card. You'd be like, log into your Instagram. They'd be like, oh, shit. Yeah. Log into the Instagram. You uh, oh, shit. Oh, I lost the email. I, I lost the password. They don't know. <laughs> that's the account they never go to. Every about 12 months, they post a picture. They go to the other account where you can't see they ass, <laughs> right? So same thing on TikTok, same thing on Instagram, same thing on Facebook. They ain't, the account that you see, guys, that's not their account. That's the account that from the middle school days and the elementary school days. You're like, oh, you still posting pictures of whales, dolphins, dogs? You still po posting pictures of Steph Curry? Man, please. <laughs> All right, they ain't got no damn that that account ain't being used. You're like, damn, my kid never posts on their account. They post every 10 years, but I see them on that phone. Please. And their other account is set to age 25. Mm. So much for your settings. They've already overran those. So they can get all of the things that this goofball said they blocked. All right, please. But Stan is like a fan account. So, yeah, that's right, too. So I, I mixed that up. I mixed Stan up with something else. All right, let's get to the next one, um, and then we'll check out Super Chats, which there aren't that many, but I'm going to keep it flowing. The first four uh, subjects, we're going to blow through it. Pause. Yep, your parents are blocked. All right, so plastic OC attorney steals clients' money and parties for months in Las Vegas, man. And the reason why we do these stories, because the mainstream – some mainstreams pick it up, but it gets hidden. Y'all forget about the dirt women be out here doing. All right, uh, let's get to it. Uh, fair use. Now at 11, a lot of people go to Las Vegas to live large, even to play the part of a high roller, if only for one decadent weekend. But Newport Beach attorney Sarah King is now accused of living the high life in a sumptuous suite at the luxurious Wynn Resort for six months 
and spending and gambling away more than $10 million of other people's money. Eyewitness News reporter Leanne Souter joining us now with new revelations tonight. Leanne. Mark, Sarah King's former employer is suing the attorney for allegedly funding her lavish lifestyle on a gambit or Vegas gambling binge with their money. But they aren't the only ones who have allegedly fallen victim to her con. This is like a nightmare. You know, I still can't believe. Uh, um, this woman looks very, very childish. Man, that man, she looked like she she looked like a baby. <laughs> Like, that's like a filter. She got the baby picture on. What in the world is that? That I'm actually living this situation. Yamiko Sturdivant says Sarah King was like family. She can't believe the beautiful 39-year-old Newport Beach attorney who ran a successful high-end loan company would scam her out of thousands of dollars. When she's like, I have this uh, three-day loan deal, uh, you know, it's a rare opportunity. I usually don't have those three days that you get a return. You give me $10,000. This filter killing me. <laughs> this filter. What is this, man? This girl like a baby, man. And you get $20,000 on Friday. For Sturdivant, it's a devastating financial loss, but it is chump change in King's alleged con. All right, so this is definitely, hey, man, since I moved out of Newport Beach, like, I remember when I, I went back recently, and um, I went back, and there were just all of these Newport Beach. I called them, um, damn, I used to, what did I call them? Well, Apex Predators is one of them, but there was another name that I ha had for them. All right, but um, Apex Predator was one. But, man, when you go back, I go back to Newport, and I'm like, damn, man, I forgot. You know what I mean? I've been seeing so many normies in Las Vegas um, that when I go back to Orange County, I'll be like, oh, shit, like, damn, look at these long neck, skinny, you know what I mean, chisel, jaw, sculpted. All this is facial surgery. All this is surgery. Right. There's 10, there's 10 chin tucks, lip implants, nose job. All right. I can recognize I actually probably can name her plastic surgeon at this point. All right. She's got Botox. She's got fillers on the cheeks. All right. All of this is surgery right here. And even down to the neck. All right. This, this is surgery. But um, I, I, I forget about it when I'm not there, even down to the hair and the hair salon. This is a lot of work. This is a lot of work. All right. Uh, let's play it. Con. She's accused of blowing over $10 million of her former employer's money to fund her lavish lifestyle and a six-month gambling binge while living at the Wynn Resort and Casino in Las Vegas. Sarah has always been uh, into the luxury life. Very well-dressed, charismatic, very smart. All right, so that's a, man, who is this guy? Uh, that's a red, I mean, she's into the luxury life. Guys, people who live luxury life like this in splurge, it's often not their money. She also has breast implants, and she probably got the flattest ass in the history. After all that, after all that work, her booty just flat like pancake. No bubble. It's just flat. All right, let's continue here, and I'm just, just ripping her apart now. But anybody that lives, like, lavishly like that, especially if they're the business owner, they probably fronting. All right, they, they're not living. They're not. They're not throwing their money, hard-earned money away like that. All right, so anyway. Smart. King's second husband, Cameron Pahlavi, who is Iranian royalty, a relative oh. of the late Shah of Iran, connected King with LDR International, which is now suing her for fraud and civil theft. King worked for LDR as an agent, facilitating loans to high-profile clients. According to the suit, she used pictures like this with NFL superstars Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, 
So look at this. Um, she's got Tom Brady. She, how did guys, man? These this is Apex Predator number one. She's got Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, and it looks like I want to say it's Steph Curry. I can't really tell though. I can't really tell. Maybe that's Tony Romo. I don't even know. I can't really tell who that other person is. She's right in the mix. When when I tell you guys when when you turn your face. I'm sorry, when you turn your back on women, they be finding their way. Is that Josh Allen? Maybe Josh Allen? Looks like Josh Allen. Yeah, that, that might be it. Josh Allen. She's in the quarterback club. When Do you turn a back? A very, very social butterfly will find themselves in the mix. Wow. She in the mix. Josh Allen. Shout out to Josh Allen. Sorry. I called it Steph Curry. I couldn't tell. He likes getting like Steph Curry, too. I can't tell. And Patrick Mahomes to showcase her fake lifestyle and alleged connections. She's accused of fabricating loans using expensive cars, watches, even NFL contracts as collateral. Millions of dollars gone. Court documents. King claims she only has eleven dollars left to her name. Uh oh. So is this? Me- so this woman got. This doesn't make sense. She got only eleven dollars left to her name. That makes. That makes no sense. But let's continue. Tell you, she didn't only steal from a billionaire. She stole from normal people like me. What she has done is is evil. And and see, this is kind of what she looks like even without. See, she doesn't have the frosted hair. And her nose job is not up currently. You see that? Can you see this? So this is before the nose job that you see on the camera. Nose job and the hair is jet black. All right. So you see how quick the work can get done. She probably got another. She probably got another facelift from this particular point. Yeah, she looking like Sarah Silverman right here. All right, here we go. And there is no way um, she can get out of this. Sturdivant says she knows of close to half a dozen other friends and family who she says have allegedly fallen victim to King's Con. She believes there are more victims out there. And somebody said the thin, the lips were thin too. Yep. Kind of, yeah, the lips were thin. Yeah, man, boy, that's a bad choice. Uh, yeah, never even, boy, she did a whole work over here. I guarantee you, I mean, this woman spent like $80,000 to $100,000 to get this work over um, and the makeup job. But um, check this out. Check this out. The funny thing is this newscaster was a newscaster when I was a kid, all right, in Southern California. He'd been around for a moment. In fact, he has one of the funniest memes out here. Shout out to this guy. I think his name is Mark. Let me share one of the funniest memes you'll see. Let's give you a laugh here. I think his name is Mark something. Check it out. Okay. Check it out. Allegedly, he's talking about a story about a grapist search. But unfortunately for him. Yeah, this is one of the things, man, on on television. It just gets away from you. You know what I mean? He's like, we're on the lookout for a grape suspect. And and that's you. (laughs) My man worked at overtime. Hey, uh, sir, I think I know who the suspect is. And that's you. (laughs) So that's that guy right there, man. Hey, bro. Yo. You didn't even do, hey, man, I think they set you up, brother. As you can see uh, right here, he's still around. So shout out to him uh, for for living, outlasting that meme. You know what I mean? And that's you. 
All right, let me tell you. Yeah, they set his ass up. They was like, all right, we're going to set him up. <laughs> oh, man. All right, let me check the Super Chats or anything. Maybe a prank. Mark Brown. Shout out to Mark Brown. He, he's, he's been on doing new cat, newscasts since I was, like, for certain in high school. For certain in high school. Maybe even longer than that. Maybe even longer than that. So shout out to him. <laughs> he got out of jail. He got his job back. He got his job back. All right, man. What a world we live in. What a comical world we live in. Let's see. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see here. We got our man Miles says Darren Waller had the nerve to get married while missing hella games. He says I trade his ass too. Um, yeah, my uh that's actually going left on him. And so he married. I don't know if he married. Uh, allegedly, I don't even, was it, did he get married during the games? I know there was one preseason game because I took a flat back to that game. Um, and I saw Darren Waller the next day in a cigar bar. So long story short, I believe the WNBA uh, team, his girlfriend or his new wife plays for was in the playoffs. All right. You can probably look this up timeline wise. They were in the playoffs and probably were about to win the championship. So it was that close to the preseason game in the NFL. So I go to the game. He's not at the game. He he wasn't going to play anyway, but he didn't go to the game. And he actually was appeared. He appeared at the game. In fact, when we were at the game, they flashed him in the seats at the WNBA game while the Raider game was going on. See, that's that was that day. I remember that day. And then. The next day, I'm at the cigar bar with another chick, right? With another uh, young girl who shall, her profession may shall remain nameless. She probably started at Little Darlings. And I and, and then he shows up at the cigar bar. He's sitting there right there. Like, he's sitting at the table right here. And I was like, damn. I was like, there he is right there. Now, he was with another guy, um, but he wasn't with his girlfriend. But I was like, damn, you wasn't even at the game. <laughs> all right he wasn't even at the he wasn't even at the raiders game i was at the game previous night now he's at the cigar bar and then anyway so yeah I, he started to miss games not only that he'd been hurt he'd been hurt the entire season he signed his contract at the beginning of the season he got hurt and he missed if i'm not mistaken nine games nine maybe 10 games this year and the games he before he missed he was like trying to do one hand catches. He was bullshitting out there. He was bullshitting. I was sitting there like, bro, like, man, like he was doing one hand, trying to one hand catch. He was dropping balls like he wasn't. He was dropping balls. He wasn't doing what he was supposed to be doing. So I was kind of done with him anyway. I was like, he got his money. He chilling. So I think, in my opinion, he, um, he um he got he started dating Kelsey Plum and he fell in love. He fell in love and he wanted to be with Kelsey Plum. And um now he got shipped off to New York. I think Josh Jake Josh not Josh Jacob. Josh McDaniels basically gave him the middle finger, shipped him off to New York. And uh he's not going to play very long in New York cuz he's going to be missing Kelsey Plum in Las Vegas. So he ain't going to want to stay there. He's going to try to work his way back to the West Coast. And so the New York Giants, y'all ain't getting shit out of him. Y'all ain't getting shit. Somebody says he's a former addict. He needed to latch on to something. Yeah, 
And he's got a very, very uh, tough story that he's able to overcome. And I think he, he had another teammate who was also a former addict. I'm not going to name his name, but it's a well-known story. I think they were able to help themselves. But um, if he's away, he's kind of a codependent. If you know anything about addicts, they're codependent, right? They, they're also, um, you don't just leave one addiction and just go back to sobriety. You actually go back to another addiction. And what that addiction is, I don't know. This is kind of the behavior of an addict. This is why addicts are dangerous. All right. Um, because what will happen is you'll become an addict. You'll overcome that addiction, but you'll become, you'll become addicted. You'll just transfer the addiction. So I know an addict who has an addictive personality. And then now he's a gambler. <laughs> right. Mm. Now he's a gambler. He's a compulsive gambler, but he's no longer a drug addict. He's sober. He doesn't drink alcohol, but now he now he can't stop gambling. <laughs> so you just, and he does other things like he's a mountain biker and he's hooked on mountain biking. That's all he talks about. That's all he'll do. He'll get injured. His wife don't want to do it. He'll he'll spend money on parts and shit. And the wife has to make a choice because the wife knows that if you're an addict, if you're an addict, right. What is she going to do? Take the mountain bikes away and let them go back to Coke? You know what I mean? Like, she got to make a choice. Like, damn. Or take the mountain bikes away, and now he's a hooker. She's addicted to hookers. So you got to put up with it. You got to be like, well, at least he ain't doing lines of Coke in the closet. At least he ain't doing lines of Coke at 2 in the morning in the closet with a crack pipe. At least he's going up in the morning doing something that can potentially harm his body. You got to pick your poison. When, this is the danger of becoming an addict. All right. And I want to warn you guys, do not become an addict. And for the brothers that watch me that are addicts, get your help. You know what I mean? Transfer the vice. Uh, try to get off the drugs and the alcohol at least. Try not to make a uh, sexual addiction either. That one's a dangerous one too, right? Uh, sex can be an addiction. It can be an addiction, right? It can be a vice, not an addiction. It can be a vice that can be very costly. So you want to find a poison that you can be comfortable with. If you do have to find a poison, you can find one other than drugs, alcohol, and women. Oh, and gambling. Gambling. Gambling's a bad one too, man. <laughs> a bad one. Compulsive gambler. Oh, they are bad people to be around. Now, professional gamblers, not so much. But compulsive gamblers, they make badass decisions, like emotional decisions. They don't know what they're doing. All right, yeah, stay away from video game. You got to watch really your addictive behavior. I don't really have an addictive behavior, right? We're going to get talk about Sigma males in a minute. My behavior is not very addictive to the most part, but um, um, doesn't mean I'm perfect. I, I definitely don't like people, so I like to be alone. I'm addicted to be alone, to being alone. Like, don't bother me. Don't even call me. Don't, don't text me, motherfucker. Like, this is why you don't see me kind of, teaming up with a lot of people and doing collabs i'm like just setting up the collab i'll be like oh shit all right what time motherfucker <laughs> like <laughs> what time can you come on oh that don't work okay i tried <laughs> right i'll be like all right i tried i tried to hook it up all right he couldn't do it i gave him two days couldn't meet up all right next next let me just do what i know how to do 
Oh, man, I do that with women, too. I meet up. Hey, what days can you meet up? I got two days. I got Thursday or Friday. What can you do? She's like, I can't do either. All right, I tried. All right, next. <laughs> the fuck out. I'll be like, I'm going on, man. Now, I'm not going to throw a third or fourth day out. If you can't make these two days work, I get it. But what you should do is throw a second day, throw an, another option out. If they say, oh, I can't make those two days and they leave it like that, I'm for sure not about to throw a third day out. I'm not about to give you a third option after you just 86 the first two options. Oh, I can't make it. What do you want me to do? Start playing the calendar? Well, what about next Monday, Thursday, and Friday? What the fuck? You give me a day, motherfucker. <laughs> I just be like, okay, you can't make those two days. I gave you two. Can't make it. You didn't offer a third day. Next. <laughs> I'm addicted to money. I'm not really addicted to money. I'm not really like a money, money guy like that. Like I can't be like, what I am is addicted to security. All right. I'm addicted to security and safety and being tucked away where you can't find me. Do not come in town. <laughs> All right, man, for real, man. Anyway, that's more of it, but it is the safety and security, right? All right, let me get back to the show. Did I do super chats? Not now. I haven't. Smart RN says most men will never be in the same room as a nine and 10 in their life. Facts. And that is a fact. That is a fact. I know people will deny that. Most men do. You don't even hover in the same part of the universe as nines and tens. Again, Tupelo, Mississippi. I know you guys see baddies, but real nines and tens, you ain't even near them. You're not even around where they at. You don't even go to the same places, grocery stores where they at. At all. And if you are, you're in there for a moment. You'd be like, I'm in Vegas. I see nines and tens. Oh, you crazy, bro. Okay, what hotel are you at? I'm at the MB MGN Grand. Oh, you at the MGN? Let me tell you something. You ain't seen shit yet. <laughs> you at the MGM? You think you seeing baddies at the MGM? You ain't seen shit. Where you at? You ain't at the Venetian? You ain't at the Cosmopolitan? <laughs> what you talking about? You at MGM. All right, please. Those girls are fine. They're doable. They're nice girls from Kansas. Yes. You ain't at the Cosmopolitan? What? <laughs> he over at Treasure Island and shit. You ain't at the Venetian? You ain't at the Bellagio? Well, what are we talking about, bro? What talk about? Yeah, you ain't at Aria. You ain't, you, you're, you're, you're over there. You're, you're at the New York, New York. Okay. You off strip. You off the strip. Are we staying at the Hooters Hotel over here? Oh, okay. Got it. <laughs> you got to be at one of the upper echelons. Then bring he at Excalibur. He at Excalibur. He's over there in the Luxor. All right. Bring your ass out here. And I'm going to show you. Walk through. Let's walk through the Cosmopolitan and see what's up now. All right. Let's change our opinion real quick. He said they're over in Reno. No, no, they at the Rio. You over at the Rio, way over there. All right, you ain't seen shit yet. And depending on what time of day, you still ain't seen no baddies. 
you still ain't seen the baddies. If you there at noon, you haven't seen them yet. Right? They haven't even waken up. They haven't even woken up yet. Where are we at? All right, let's get back. We clowning today. Shout out to our smart RN. He's he's right about that. Cesar Ramirez, shout out to you. JC says, all I want to do is zoom, a zoom, 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 and a zoom, zoom in that peace leave. All right, indeed. Chief Drumhack says, check it in, coach. Peace to the gods of the earth in the universe. And the uh, the wealth manager says, the junior college is Liddy, Northern California hottie. Indeed, yeah, it's 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 Liddy, man. Especially Northern California, especially uh, going through this financial crux and crisis that we're going through. Yeah, all right. And shout out to any Raiders that watch me and Darren Waller. He probably watched me mad as hell. I'm like, I don't care, man. Hey, man, catch the ball with two hands, motherfucker. <laughs> all right. You had me pissed off in week number one, three, and four. I was like, what the hell, this dude on? I was mad as hell. And then they had to pull his hammy. Then I didn't see you for weeks, bro. I was like, what you doing? He said the casino girls are all right. Yeah, man. If you ch- if you chase it now, casino girls. Oh, look at the girls. The girls. Look at the girls bringing drinks to me while I'm playing blackjack at the MGM Grand. All right, bro, man. Man, if you don't shut your ass up, them girls been ran through. They was former strippers twenty years ago. Them girls were stripping twenty years ago. They didn't fail on hard times. These are the local desert rats. They grew up in Las Vegas when there was nothing but the strip. Talking about the girls serving drinks. Look at the girls serving drink. Look at the girls in the casino. Oh, wow. Them old burnt out. Yeah, they all burnt out strippers, man. Them girls have been stripping since they were 17. And now she's 42 looking 90. Right? <laughs> looking 92. Like, look at her, man. She got a t- she got a tail, bunny tail on her back. She was at the she was at the do I know a many? I know some of them since I've been to Vegas. Them girl been stripping since they were 17. All right. I don't even I don't even look at them, man. I'm like, next. Yep, they've experienced everything about Vegas. They know the secret tunnels. They've been homeless at one particular point. They've been down and out. They had Frank Sinatra. They was with Elvis. They was with everybody when they came through. Michael Jackson. <laughs> all right they mess with usher you know what i mean they already done they go to work and come back home they like i don't even want to do nothing no light life not they, they already just tucked away somewhere in north las vegas they don't even come out their apartment bro mm. yep they was with david copperfield chris angel when he had abs you know what i mean they like you know uh uh what is the dude named wayne newton <laughs> yep r kelly had over they came in town you know celine dion show they worked uh you know they worked the security aisles anyway winnie wall we just messing around today winnie wall coach uh can you do a follow-up follow-up on the tiger woods 30 million dollar lawsuit one of my favorite other youtubers he names her says um says the other call blasians should come to his defense, no cohabitation rule violated. Call Blasians. Indeed. All right, uh, where we at? Uh, shout out to, I don't know, man. Tiger Woods is, you know, you know how, Tiger Woods is getting railroaded. He's going to pay money. He's going to pay money. But he's getting railroaded. 
everybody knows, but guys, when you get railroaded, nobody comes to your defense. <laughs> Somebody said Siegfried and Roy. All right, nobody comes to your defense. So Tiger out there swinging in the wind. Kalen says the Las Vegas Raiders Super Bowl 100 champions. Damn. I mean, you cutting deep. Cutting deep. All right. People don't realize, man, we have a tradition of winning in our franchise. It was just the past 25 years. And matter of fact, if, if it wasn't for, there's two things. If it wasn't for um, the immaculate conception, I mean, the immaculate reception, we probably have, and the tuck rule, we probably have four more Super Bowls. And not only that, the NFL has rigged the Raiders for a long time. All right. But that's it. I mean, even when the Raiders was winning Super Bowls and participating in Super Bowls, they was cheating. The NFL been out that you know what I mean? The NFL been had it out for the Raiders for a minute. You know what I mean? The NFL are nothing but Raider haters. They had a lawsuit. Al Davis had a lawsuit against the league the entire time. So the league been tripping on the Raiders, but it's all good. Tuck rule, Tom Brady. That was the Raiders. And they was in the damn champion. They was in the Super Bowl the following year, and they were in the AFC championship the previous year with the Ravens. Man, they've been cheating us out. They've been cheating us. Then the Pittsburgh Steelers cheated us out in the 70s. They've been cheating. They've been cheating. It is what it is. Scripted. Scripted. We would have four more Super Bowls. <laughs> all right we would have four more super bowls man they cheated us with the ravens afc championship they cheated us with the patriots they cheated us with the steelers it's all right <laughs> anyway they've been rigging us from the beginning but it's okay we got three we got more than the detroit lions this is therapy y'all this is therapy this is a. Hey, this is every Raiders game when we go to the game. Every time we get in our ass beat, we start talking about the Tuck rule. And man, we getting beat again. Derek Carr can't throw nothing, and Darren Waller can't catch shit. Hey man, that immaculate conception shit was bullshit. This is us at Raider games talking that shit. Man, we really will have eight Super Bowls <laughs> as we getting throttled currently on the field. Throttled. <laughs> right. So anyway, shout out to all the football playing fans. All right, let me see here. Raider Nation stand up. All right, let's get back to the show. All right, let's see here. We got a female gamer allegedly in claims. I don't know if this is true, but there is a GoFundMe set up for this female gamer. I don't know if this is a thing here, but somebody has sent her money. Let's go ahead and pull this up. Okay. I accidentally mentioned that I have a boyfriend and lost half of my Twitter subscribers or Twitch, Twitch, not Twitter. Okay. So I accidentally mentioned that I have a boyfriend that lost half of my Twitch subscribers. And this is apparently a jump kick. And she's got $6,000 in donations, 323 backers, $15,000 goal. And there's a donate button. I haven't hit it yet, but let me check this out. Hey, this is her allegedly. <laughs> yeah, she looking like, I'm not happy. <laughs> Ladies, this is what we talk about living life on easy mode. Living life on easy mode. Let's read the article here. 
hey, it's your favorite gamer. And I looked her up. The account doesn't exist on Twitch. Pinky Rose Nymph here. Okay, so she's kind of selling sex nymph. Oh, my Lord. I didn't want to have to resort to this, but unfortunately, there's not much that I can do after tragedy struck. Oh, man. She said, a few days ago, I was live streaming my playthrough of Second Sight. When someone commented how my nice, how nice my necklace was, that's when I stupidly let it slip that my boyfriend got them for me. It was an honest mistake, I get that, but the consequences have severely affected my livelihood. Since the accident, she says the accident, my sub count on Twitch dropped by almost half. Many of my male audience DM me saying that I shattered their hearts for dropping such a giant bombshell. I don't know if this is real or not, I but... I don't know. I woke up today with messages in my discord, such as I can't believe I fell for this conniving vixen. And how could she do such a thing to her tier three subs? Streaming is my full time job. And now that most of my male friends no longer think that I was their exclusive, exclusive cyber girlfriend. I need your help so I can stay afloat. I am not asking for much. A simp's worth of rent. What? Wait a minute. This guy can't be real. Your rent's due, motherfucker. A simp's worth of rent and other living expenses is all that I need from you. Generous people to get me through this tumultuous time. I've even given you a lifetime discount on merch from my store if you donate. Just as long as you promise to not upload an angry video of you burning my shirts titled you're no longer my queen. Anyone who can support will have my internal gratuity, gratitude, <laughs> gratuity, or 428 and 700,000, and will get a very special shout out during my next stream. This whole situation is just a stupid mess, I know, and it sucks too, because in all honesty, my boyfriend is just okay. All right, and it says down below here, author Peter Clark, uh, it sounds like Deutsch is right here, and Peter Clark jokes. It's a joke. It's a joke, but it's a good joke. And apparently, though, apparently, though, is this a joke? I don't know if this is actually a place where you can collect. Uh, it says right here, right here, at Peter Clark jokes. Okay, but it's pretty good joke right here. I don't know, though, because people have sent the donations. That's actually sad, too. But uh, anyway, you see it right there. Uh, this is definitely a scam. So, look, if you're a guy, because I know a lot of blue pill guys watch me. If you're a blue pill guy, please do not donate to this. Okay, please do not donate to this. Uh, but it could be a scam from the woman herself. I have no idea. Interesting stuff, though, man. Interesting time we live in. All right, let's get to Sigma Males. A female content creator who goes by the name of Love, Samantha Lee has this to say about Sigma males. But uh, if you don't know what a Sigma male is, it goes into one of these, what they call a sociosexual hierarchy chart in which you probably are familiar with the alpha and the beta, the alpha male, the beta male. Now, I have gone away from using that term on YouTube for probably about a year or two. 
definitely a year, but two years. I never really refer to someone as alpha and or beta. I certainly have never, ever characterized myself as any one of the social sexual archetypes. I actually promoted masculinity. I've never even said become alpha, be the best alpha of this. I've never even said any of those things. In fact, I've gone away from the titles because um, they're hard to prove. There's a lot of fluid fluidity and a lot of misunderstanding between alpha and beta, right? So with that being said, a lot of guys will say they're alpha and they're nothing but betas. And people will assume that an alpha can never have a living girlfriend or be married. That's not true. There's a lot of alphas that are married. There's a lot of betas that are married and a lot of betas that are alone. There's a lot of alphas that are alone. But in within that, there's the sigma male. Of course, there's the omega and all of these things as well. The sigma male somewhat is, is uh, congruent or close to the alpha male. All right. So this is in the higher hierarchy. The sigma male is not, not in between any of these hierarchies. He's somewhere in the middle or closely resembling the alpha in many ways. But the one way that it distinguishes the sigma male from the alpha is that the sigma prefers to be alone. All right, that is it. The alpha can be with company, without company. The, the life of the party, the big mouth in the room, or the quiet one, you really can't tell, but the sigma for sure likes his space. Loner, Lo not loner, but lone wolf. All right, somebody that wanders, somebody doesn't need the social connection. He doesn't even need the romantic connection. He does participate in it, but he doesn't need the, the link between the tribalism of family. He could go without it, okay? All right, so a lot of people, yeah, would be more of an introvert. Um, the sigma male versus the alpha male. The alpha male will establish his dominance through maybe physical presence or being the loudmouth, the, the, the life of the party, either inadvertently or intentionally. The Sigma prefers to not at all. Okay, not. You're not going to be the life of the party. You could look alpha, you could look beta, but you're just going to be there and you're probably not going to be there. The fr freedom, I mean, I probably, if any of these things, I probably probably identify more as the Sigma, but freedom, being efficient with their time, not letting people slow you down, um, you know, uh, these are the things prioritizing yourself. These are the characteristics would be of the sigma, which would differentiate themselves from the alpha. All right. So there's a lot of uh, people that will say what characters I think people are saying uh, John Wick, Keanu Reeves typically plays sigma males. All right. He is indicative of it. People will say James Bond, Bruce Wayne. These are more like Sigma males. They're not the guy that's going to be, I'm the guy and show me my muscles and I get the bitches. Sigma male will probably say, I can get bitches, but I'm not just going to talk about it all the time. I do it and move in silence and violence. Okay. But, you know, there's a lot of people that will say some people don't qualify as this. You just got to, just got to figure it out. It, and also I will say most men are fluid. Most men are fluid as hell through these things. This is why I went away from it. In fact, you can't, I might've said alpha in my stream, but you cannot say in the last two years, I even used those terms to pigeonhole men into these ideals. I think men are fluid. Men are super fluid. You could go through all of these transitions. You could start off as beta, go through some sort of alpha transition and alphas can turn into some sort of beta. They could go sick. I think it's fluid more than it is um, stat static behavior.
So that's why I went away from talking about it long time ago. But I do have to talk about it now because there's a woman that has drawn some some information and she's a female content creator and I'm assuming she's in the space. I haven't done much research about her, but she is a nice little piece of butterscotch. I'm going to tell you that. But if she's a red pill content creator, I don't want to I don't want to go out there and say anything about her in an attractive level. I I got to hold my masculine frame. All right, but so let me pull her up here. All right, let me pull her up. All right, cuz I don't normally com- commentate on people who commentate in this space. I keep it professional. But um let's listen to her talk about sigma males and why sigma males ignore women. Why sigma males ignore women. And she hit some great points. This is why we're sharing it. Let's let it share. Why does this type of guy seem to ignore women? I'm going to tell you why in this video. Let's get into it. Number one, they know their value. They value their time and attention, and they're not going to use it to inflate a woman's ego. They're goal-driven. They are too busy chasing purpose to be chasing women. This type of guy does not need to be in a relationship. Trust me, he's good being alone. So he's not desperate to fill up the space with a woman. He's calculated. He's strategic. And he probably knows the woman that he's interested in a lot of guys want her too and are probably giving her a whole lot of attention. And he ain't going to be like everybody else, which is going to make her wonder. This man does have a busy life. He has incredibly high standards for the women that he decides to pursue. So if he does decide to pursue you, he made a calculated decision to do so. Remember, just like she got options, he got options too. Because he's confident and he's secure in himself. He doesn't need the validation of a woman's interests. He knows his value and he knows his worth. Why does this type? All right. So she makes some points that if you're not familiar with uh, the Sigma male archetype, uh, again, there's a lot of fluidity in this. But she hits some points that that a lot of women don't understand about men. Right. Um, That when you are that guy, even men, even men don't understand it. This is why me, I can say if you're going out the bars and clubs, you're a loser. Now, for him, he could be like, no, I'm a winner. You're the loser. Fine with me. All right. But. A guy that is more pragmatic, intentional, focused on what he's doing, doesn't really want to be around the people, but he will date. He will find a way to get around the system of dating and the fuckery of dating, and he'll get in there, find his lane, move in silence and violence, as opposed to a guy like, hey, I'm the dude. Look at me. I get bitches, right? That would be someone faking alpha. All right, that's a faking alpha, and a Sigma male will recognize that. People with Sigma male characteristics Rick, they're more real based. They're more reality based. They'll find they'll find those guys reprehensible. They'll be like, this is just <laughs> right. Maybe like you, you know, fakeness when you see it. And Sigma males probably in their archetype are more real than the other archetypes. There's a lot of fucking refakery going on. So Solo Dolo would describe this. And when he's talking about interactions with women, she brings up a point. That many men won't recognize themselves because they're too busy being fake alphas. What will happen is the guy will see a woman and know she gets a lot of attention. And that guy, this archetype will back away. He won't go dive in and do something stupid like, hey, you're my type in front of a whole bunch of people. He's not going to do that. A guy that knows that the woman's getting a lot of attention, he'll back off and he'll give subtle attention, clues. Look, He'll give the little bit and he'll just stay hovered around. He's not going to dive in like dumbass dudes. So dumb dudes will be like, I'll put my name in the hat all out in the open. Where the 
this archetype will fall back and watch it and say, is there a lane? If there's no lane, he'll move on. I'll move on. If there's no lane and I see a bunch of dudes jockeying this shit, he'll move on. And many times he'll get the woman faster than these goofballs. Now, again, these are just archetypes. I like what she brought to this one because this conversation is not talked about a lot. This particular archetype is not talked about a lot. So it does bring this to the conversation. There are some content creators that do identify with this, but again, I've stayed away from it because I've, I don't want to pigeonhole people into these archetypes because many times a person might look like something and they're the opposite. A person might look alpha and their beta is a mother sucker. Everything about them rings beta. As a matter of fact, if they've been a content creator long enough, you can find real fast, just delve into videos five, six years ago and see full beta. As a matter of fact, there's some dudes that look beta and they're pretty much could be alpha archetype all the way. So you really can't tell with the look. So you got to be careful with these things right here, these archetypes, right? Um, you might think the alpha always wants to fight. They always, not necessarily true. Sometimes he don't even have to say nothing. And it's the betas that are fighting. The betas will run up and chump punch you and, and rabbit punch you and sneak you and talk shit and swallow. Those are beta qualities, particularly. And you might think they're alpha, right? So these are the things. I don't want to get too much into it, but I, I think I like what she's talking about. And other consecrators that identify as the Sigma male, shout out to you guys. Um, I would probably identify with that group as well. And um, thanks for sharing this. I'll play it again just in case you miss it. All right, here we go. Let's see if we can go here. Let me refresh and go. Why does this type of guy seem to ignore women? I'm going to tell you why in this video. Let's get into it. Number one, they know their value. They value their time and attention. And they're not going to use it to inflate a woman's ego. They're goal-driven. They are too busy chasing purpose to be chasing women. Let me stop. She says, you're not going to use your time and attention to inflate a woman's ego. I mean, that's a lot of things that I talk about, right? And so I don't understand why a guy would go up into a random woman and inflate her ego. I, to, For the life of me, I don't get it. Uh, and I think it messes up the game. But again, another guy archetype might think it is totally fine. All right. And the survival of the fittest. And he doesn't care how it affects the next guy or even themselves. All right, so, um, and then he says they're too busy chasing their purpose to chase women. This is another thing that I would agree with. Uh, let's continue. This type of guy does not need to be in a relationship. Okay, that's me as well. Trust me, he's good being alone. So he's not desperate to fill up the space with a woman. He's calculated. All right, so um, not desperate to fill up his space with a woman. That's another one. Somebody mentioned Anthony Spade. He's pretty good. Anthony Spade is a good one. Um, I think he does identify as Sigma male. So shout out to Anthony Spade. Um, and, um, yeah, I think he does identify as a Sigma male. Um, and he probably has made several videos about this, but again, I kind of shied away from the archetypes, but yeah, shout out to him. And, um, yeah, a lot of guys want women around just to feel like they success. I've been saying this just cause you have a relationship or a marriage doesn't make you successful with women. That's kind of what she mentioned there. You're just filling the space with women. Doesn't make you successful with women. It just makes you. Uh, susceptible to putting up with bullshit. All right, let's continue. He's strategic. And he probably knows a woman that he's interested in. A lot of guys want her too. And are probably giving her a whole lot of attention. And he ain't going to be like everybody else, which is going to make her wonder. This Yeah, so a lot of women do. Uh, some women don't know how to deal with this type of archetype. 
And some women do. Some women do or they're curious. They'd be like, damn. They'll even say it if you're identifies this. They like, you talk different to me. You text different to me. You never asked me for a booty picture. You never asked me for, you never pressed. I thought you weren't interested. You're all business when you text. If you've ever experienced a woman say those things, you immediately know that this she's wondering about you. She can't figure you out. It's kind of a Bruce Wayne shit, right? They're like, yo, what, what is this? I can't really figure you out. You don't be bugging me all the time. You don't ask me to come through. They'll end up giving you more attention than the dudes be like, hey, I'll come through. Or even the guys that are very direct. Hey, bitch, come over and serve me. You're in the middle of all that. You're in the middle of all that. You don't text me back. It takes you four hours to text me back. She wonders about you. She doesn't know how to deal with you or how to manipulate you either because she's not used to you. She's used to the extremes of one or the other. All right. Now she knows you're not the disappear guy. She just looks like he seems to be consumed with himself. So um, um, this is an interesting archetype. that I don't even know if it's talked about or not, but I can't really tell. I can't really tell. I'm sure it is. Like, 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 like you said, Anthony Spade is a identifier with this archetype so it could be talked about more than i know man does have a busy life he has incredibly high standards for the women that he decides to pursue so if he does decide to pursue you he made a calculated decision to do so yeah so that does add maybe some value to you at some point because at some point a woman might say damn if 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 he's interested in me he must be serious it, it can't be something that's just uh either fly by night or not all right um continuing Remember, just like she got options, he got options too. Because he's confident and he's secure in himself. He doesn't need the validation of a woman's interests. Now, this, con this kind of confidence that she's talking about is different from the game guy confidence, which is faux confidence. I've been calling alphas faux alphas for a long time. I've actually posted videos on Instagram about this topic of the faux alpha. And the confidence is false confidence. It's not real confidence. It's overbearing it's oftentimes loud. It's oftentimes flashy. It's oftentimes over the top. All right, this faux alpha. I've been saying the alpha movement is probably one of the most dangerous movements to men. And a lot of people don't agree. And they're like, no, it's not an alpha. And I'm like, no, it's created more fake alphas than it is having real alphas. So the confidence that the this guy she's talking about is not the confidence that players and game guys were talking about. It's a real confidence, right? So it's, it's well, I won't say real. It's a different kind of confidence. It's not, uh, it's not braggadocious. It's not in front. It's not over the top. It's not flashy. It's subtle. It's based on something. Like an alpha can base his confidence on something like, I can beat you up or I can fight you, right? That's fine, but we're not fighting, Right. <laughs> Right. You, you're when you fight over there. Good. But when you're here, we're not in a fight. But if you want to fight me, we got to discuss why we're fighting. Like we got to have a reason. I'm not just going to fight you to prove anything. That's the confidence. It's not based on money. It's like uh, it's not really based on the dollar amount, but it could be based on my success. So, yeah, it's a humble brag. It's a hump. It's a it's a hard line. This is these archetypes are fluid. Just stay with me. We're not pigeonholing people in this one. But I think fake alphaness, I call it faux alphaness, is a disease. It's a deadly disease to men. Many men tried to be alpha and lost their lives. 
which is kind of part of the archetype of the alpha. Hey, it's it's the one. And and the reason why I go away from the archetype is the alpha is one. My my opinion about alpha is one. There's not 50 alphas. There's not a thousand alphas. There's one. And if you think you're the alpha, you'll find out real fast in a matter of moments that you're not. <laughs> like, that's how alpha works. Like, you can't be in a room. We're in a room full of alphas. No, you're not. And we're all smoking cigars and we all got suits on and gators and we're all alphas chilling. No, you're not. By definition, that is not how it works. Because there's only one of you that is the alpha top dog in that room. There's only one. And all somebody has to do is say, can't nobody fuck me up in this room. And you're going to find out quick. There's going to be a group of dudes that walk out the room. There's going to be a group of dudes that say, oh, really? And there's going to be a group of dudes that piss on themselves. Okay. That's how alpha works in my mind. <laughs> or can't nobody get no more bitches than me or nobody got a better purple Bugatti than me. Alpha's over. There's only one. <laughs> nobody got more shoes than me. Nobody colder than me. Nobody fresher than me. Nobody got more hoes than me. It's a wrap. Now, now we're going to find out right now who's the alpha. There's no room full of alphas. There's no room full of alphas kicking it. And that's how I that's how I determine alpha. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. So anyway, somebody says Sigma is a cope. Again, these are all things. You got a pigeonhole. You got to find your lane. And even then, it's fluid. <laughs> all right. Let me see here. Let's let her finish. He knows his value and he knows his worth. Why does this type of guy see? All right, there you go right there. Um, interesting conversation. But for me, that's probably going to be the last time I touch on it because I'm not a big proponent of these social sexual hierarchies because they're very fluid. At different points in your life, you're going to be one. Um, depending on what you're able to achieve or accomplish in a point of your life, you become that. Then you fall out of it. You retire from it and all of that stuff. Anyway, let me check Super Chats because we're down to the main event. Main event, Clyde says, called a distant friend today. He lost his job two months ago, and he says him and his girl got getting evicted. Damn. Your rent's due, motherfucker. And, need, and the car needs an engine. He then said, I'm hooping all day. Mm. <laughs> oh, shit. Damn. Oh, the humanity. So, yeah. Life is gone, man. Listen, uh, all men go through some of these tragic transitions. He's in the transit transition, so he lost his job. He's going to lose his girl. He lost his place to live, and he doesn't have a car, which is going to be deadly to him. He's got to find transportation, all right, because that's going to keep him alive and able to grow grocery shopping, go to the mall, get away, run a business, get a job. Yeah, you're going to need the old boy. Sometimes life comes at you fast. All right. Girl is gone. All right. Girl is going to be next and he going to be broken hearted. All right. So hopefully he hoops and uh, it's kind of like going to the gym. It's going to prevent him from going into a total breakdown mode and it's going to be somewhat therapeutic, but he's got to be able to recover out of this. And this recovery could take quite a long time. So, uh, you know, first thing he needs to do is get rid of that woman. Mm. That's what he needs to do. Get rid of the woman. 
All right, because he don't need her right now. And if she's a ride or die, maybe, maybe she could sell some OnlyFans. Maybe she can come over to see the coach. Send her a picture. Tell, tell him to send her a picture. Send her a picture. Maybe I can kick in a couple of dollars or something. <laughs> Somebody said you alpha until you get checked. Absolutely. Uh, Anthony D91 says, this is exactly how I got a XX friend to invite herself on a Colombian trip. I stayed in my lane, never gave her that much attention. It's a strategy. Guys, the, the not giving the woman attention thing is somewhat going to be a strategy, but it's not talked about because it's kind of goes against a lot of what people believe works. Now, this is, this strategy might be even worse percentage wise, and it could be slightly better than cold approach. In fact, I would be willing to bet that when I talk about cold approach, warm, warm leads and hot referrals. Yeah, it can completely backfire. Some women ain't going to be on it, but when you talk about cold approach, most of their women backfire. So it can backfire big time. And it's a longer, it's a longer drawn out process where the woman kind of has to be investigating you more than you're contacting her. So you got to have something that she's attracted to. If she's attracted to nothing of you, she's going to be gone. All right. And, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a very, it, guys, it works for a lot of guys. Some guys, it works. No, you got nothing. You got to have something. You got to have something. <laughs> right. You got to have something for her to hang on to. Again, the mystery, not the mystery method, but there was, um, I can't remember who it was. I think it was a, a football player. I can't remember who the football player was, but he was talking about be mysterious. I can't even remember who it was, but he was talking about you have to be mysterious, not the mystery method, but be mysterious. And sometimes mysterious being mysterious attracts certain women, right? Being mysterious attracts certain women. Like, for instance, if you're sitting back and dudes are ha-ha and the kiki and then pounding their chest, certain women will be attracted to that guy. But then if you're laid back and you're just chilling, some, some women you might know or not know at all might come over to you and be like, you kind of quiet, <laughs> right? How many people have experienced that? She'll come over and be like, you kind of quiet. Like, I'm interested. Like, what do you do? Like, uh, and she doesn't really know what to ask you because you might just walk away. That's okay. I'm having a good time. That's all right. She won't ask you to buy a drink. You won't have to do none of that shit. She'll bring the conversation right to you. Now, it's not going to be the baddest bitch in the room. It ain't going to be the hottest bitch. And maybe sometimes it might every now and then. But she can like, why you look so mean? Why you look so serious? Are you having fun? She's going to engage with you. Now, you don't have to now come up with pickup lines or nothing. You just jumping right in. Oh, I'm, I'm all right. Everything good with you. Everything's good. She'll get you a drink. You need to loosen up. Loosen up. Why don't you loosen up a little bit? We can have some fun. Why don't you come over here and sit over here? Dude, she'll invite you over here. Why don't you sit over here with us? Dude, I mean, this shit happens all the time. And you don't have to be that direct, that forward, that anything, guys. A lot of guys could find, maybe I'll do it. He says it's most of the threes. Sometimes it could be an ugly uh, chick. It could be a decent looking chick. They're never going to be the hot bimbo with the breast implants. Every now and then, maybe every now and then. But 
this is not even a strategy. You're just being yourself. And sometimes it works. But do not depend on this type of strategy to fake it. Don't fake this. Don't fake it. Don't do it. You're either this or not. All right. Um, alpha guys and game guys are faking it. That's why it comes off as not authentic. And they have to depend, depend on numbers and trickery. So that type of guy, when you're a fake alpha or a fake game guy or a fake approach guy where you took notes and shit, you sat in a seminar, all right, this will get me bitches, all right? And you go out there, bitches already know. <laughs> they already know what you're doing. The person who just thinks, the person who just learned how to do this is you, not her. And that's you. She already been through this shit. And by the time she hit 28, she been through 10,000 of these type of approaches. You're the new dude. She's not. So at some point, even it, it, older women is going to work for older women are going to start approaching you 28, 38, 40. But you're not going to get the young, drunk, bimbo chick to do this. The young, drunk, bimbo chick, the young, drunk skeezer. All right. The high skeezer on black and mild with the booty shorts and the eyelashes. She ain't coming over here. Forget about it. All right, so if you want those hoes when you go out or just hanging out, chilling, them the girls ain't coming over to talk to you, all right? You might get some horny-ass 46-year-old, and you might fold her ass up like a love letter from the damn junior college. I get it. That's it. <laughs> you're going to be looking like, you're going to be looking like, uh, uh, hold on, where's Keanu Reeves and his girlfriend, all right? But you're going to get it, and it's going to be a layup. Or you're going to get some some 32-year-old uh, 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 attorney who's done in, and done with the bad boys. All right, where's Keanu Reeves and his girlfriend? All right, look, you can't be picky out here, ninjas. <laughs> She's going to suck you dry. All right, it is what it is. Keanu Reeves' wife. But if y'all want the bimbo chicks and the dumb chicks, uh, you know, you know what I mean? If, you, if that's what y'all want, y'all better be alpha. <laughs> Go with the alpha shit. But if you want, uh, you'll be in a regular land. You know what I mean? This bitch going to come over to you. <laughs> she going to come over to you. Oh, I like you. I'll suck the soul out of you. All right. You be like, okay, suck the soul out of me. She licking the booty. I'm sorry. She licking between your toes. <laughs> she swallowing your seed. You busting on her saggy waggy. She mixing it in like lotion. She like, oh, your aura. Mm. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wetter than the Niagara Falls. She pouring it in a cup, drinking it like your aura, your essence. Meanwhile, the bimbo lying flat on her back. The bimbo you was chasing lying flat on her back like this, looking up at the ceiling. Are you done yet? Mm. <laughs> All right, man. Anyway, them pretty bitches ain't giving you shit. You ain't missing nothing. All right. Anyway. <laughs> you had to put up with the pretty chick. Talking your ear off. Are we finally going to do this? Or what are we doing? All right, let me come on. Let me put it. Let me put the head in. Let me put. Let me try. Let me. Let me. Let me try. Let me put. Can you bend? Mm. 
you begging, you begging a pretty chick to do it. Meanwhile, I didn't skeeted the girl and drank my essence that night. She didn't lick between the toes and clean the toenails out. She clipped on my toe. Anyway, mm. we just messing around. We just messing around. Y'all missing it. <laughs> you begging the girl. You begging her, begging her. I'll just lick the top. Just let me put it in. Let me touch. Can I do it? And then all night, you put in all that work. Guess what? She's like, I got to go home. Shout out to DGC Moore in the building. Thank you, man. He says for Lyle Alzado. Oh, man. It's been a tough, 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 tough Raider decade. All right, man. Look, we having fun today. You didn't get the five strokes or nothing. And then you lying to your friends that you hit it. Oh, man, I had her upside down. That's the alpha dudes. I had her, man. And now if I had her a little bit longer, she had to go home. You know what I mean? But I was going to tear her up. She maybe put on three condoms. Yeah, that's y'all. <laughs> I hit that. I hit. I still hit. And you, you nutted with three condoms on, putting the head in. <laughs> <laughs> You ain't do nothing. You did nothing. Meanwhile, she was drinking from my aura. I had somebody drinking from my aura, mixing it in her wine. <laughs> All right. Kaylin says there's a video of Michael Jordan at, at nearly 60 challenging Magic Johnson to a game of 101 during their last year's All-Star game. They were surrounded by the other all-time greats as they were honored during the NBA 75th season. He looked like he was still the alpha. Um, that actually, that's actually a good clip that if you want to talk about that alpha thing, because um, if you notice, there were some greats around them. I think Jason Kidd and Gary Payton, who Gary Payton's a shit talker, um, and Grant Hill. There were a lot of guys around. But when Michael Jordan walked into the room and Magic was on the other end of the room, the sea parted. Those guys parted the sea. And those two locked in, and Michael Jordan was like, I'll still take you now. And Magic was get, sniggling, and Jordan was serious. Jordan, <laughs> See, that's the thing about Jordan. Jordan was dead serious. Like, put your shoes on right now. But in the room, I'm sure Dikembe Mutombo, the tallest dude, Patrick Ewing, all the big giants in, was in there, but when it came to the Magic and Michael, the sea parted, and them ninjas got quiet. They was looking, sniggling, laughing. They were scared. You can kind of tell. Kaylin Ferguson, thank you for that. I'm going to find the clip since we just bullshitting on the night evening service. Even the dudes was looking back and forth. Huh, huh, is this funny? They didn't even know what to do. That's the difference between in the room, there's one alpha. There's only one. And Jordan is that dude. I don't even think LeBron could command that type of respect. And they were scared of Jordan. They was like ready. That was like Jordan serious. Magic sniggling like you just playing. Jordan was trying to go take off Magic's head. <laughs> and you know he was drunk. You know he was drunk too. Indeed. Let me see here. You know Jordan had a little too many. But he was dead serious. Thank you, Caitlin, for telling me about that. But that clip right there is exactly all right what we're talking about when we talk about men and rooms. Let me see if I could pull it. Mike MJ and Magic. 
Yeah, dude. I think Michael Michael Jordan was like, I'm dead ass serious. Let me see if I can. Um, it's probably gonna get, it's probably gonna get copywritten. But let me see if I can. Let me see if I can find the clip. Here it is, right there. I'm sure there's gonna be a copyright on this, but I'll try. Of course, it's Dwayne Wade. Speaking of alpha beta, <laughs> right? Where does Dwayne Wade fit in this conversation? All right, here we go. All right, so you see, they they'll see parted. I don't know if this is the whole clip. And Jordan said, "We could go play one on one light right now." And Magic sniggling, but everybody let. And uh, they was like, "Damn!" Michael Jordan came in and bossed them. That's actually a short clip. Thought it was a longer clip than that. It was like, damn, Michael Jordan serious. Let me see. This is another clip. We just bullshitting, y'all. All right, here we go. All right, so it's a shorter clip, but anyway, but that, that was a good clip. All right. Magic don't want no smoke. Magic was like, man, I'm too old for this shit, man. But it don't matter to um, it don't matter to Michael Jordan. He gonna be 80 years old, chill, trying to take dudes out. He still got a point to prove. Magic sniggling, he's sniggling, and that and even that posture, even that posture was a. If you notice the posture, the posture was a bow down posture. The posture was, I don't want none. Now, if Magic walked up to him chest out, guess what? It's on. Tip off. One-on-one. But even the posture insinuated, nah, man, it's you. Somebody just said that my point exactly. Even the posture told you Magic was like, nah, it, it, it's you, man. And so that body language is even tells you. When it comes down to the dominant guys, you're not in a room full of alphas. There's one. All right? It was a submissive posture. All right, just so you guys want to know. People are like, y'all making it up. No, body language is communicated way more than verbal language. And that body language was submissive. I submit, look, I bow down. I don't want none. No challenge. Don't get confused about a potential challenge. I am not worthy. You know what I mean? That is right there, a submissive. Okay, you're challenging me, but I'm laughing it off. It's kind of like when somebody laughs off when somebody's trying to come up again and I laugh it off. Oh, man, come on, man. And so he's over over exerting the laughter just so he Michael Jordan does not confuse that. I don't want the challenge. All right. Somebody's like, that's false. OK, wait, listen, you don't have to agree. You don't have to agree. But body language is communicated way more than verbal language. And that is not false, sir. We communicate way more than our bodies. As a matter of fact, bitches shut you down from talking to them without saying nothing. That's an example of body language being communicated more than verbal. She don't even have to say nothing. She can walk right past your ass, ignore you, look right through you and turn her back to you. And that communicated everything. <laughs> communicated everything you need to know, Ninja. Don't come up here. I ain't looking at you. Uh, I'm looking at something. Else. I'm looking at my phone. I'm busy. I got my headphones on. 
And he's over here like, nah, it ain't true. It's true. Verbal is only 10% of this, 20% of this. Body language, damn near 70%. Cross arms, hands out, thinking, intimidating. Body language is everything. Facial expressions, everything. It tells you everything you need to know. Anyway, there's always a guy that will challenge me on it, but this is a known-ass fact. And so when a guy walks down like this or you feel small and you stand around a group of dudes and you feel small and you like this, you ever do that? You feel small? Like some of you are really small, but then you sometimes you feel small around a person. Body language. Anyway, choosing signals, body language. She looked, she stood next to me. She looked down at me. She was aware. She listened. These are all choosing signals. It's all body language. Ten toes up. Ten toes up. All right, so Magic Johnson definitely submitted in that point for sure. All right, uh, whether you want to agree with that or not. That was definitely communicating. I'm not challenging you. No challenge. All right, let's get to the main event. You want to get down to the speaking of sniggling. Let's get down to this right here. Sniggle. Straggling Sniggle. 46. I'm sorry. 35 year old. She looks 46 or even older. But let's take a look. This woman right here. Florida woman with two teenage boyfriends arrested after one shoots the other. Mm. <laughs> right. One shoots the other. Let's get down to the dirty, dirty details. As a matter of fact, I do have a video on this one. Ninjas are hit just about anything. It's not, that is not a, that is not a myth. But uh, let's talk about this right here. Sorry, I got to switch videos. So it's taking a little bit of time. Florida teen shoots other teenager. And let's get down to the point. And they got a thick ass Kaylee. This is the type of girl that will approach you. When she goes out, she knows she ain't the bimbo. This is the type of girl that will approach a Sigma male with no problem, <laughs> right? If we're, if we're staying on the subject, that girl with the big, wide-ass hips, she will be in your grill, <laughs> right? At the bar, buying you drinks. All right, let's continue here. Let me see here. Play it. Uh, where's the volume at? 15-year-old boy is recovering tonight after being shot by a 19-year-old man. Investigators say the shooting stems from a relationship the two had with a 35-year-old woman. And now she is in custody facing several charges. But the woman's attorney tells West Chu Scott Heidler he doesn't believe detectives have the full picture. Chanel Williams in front of a judge for the first time Monday at the Brevard Jail with her attorney facing four charges relating to that shooting on Saturday, from child neglect and abuse to failure to secure a weapon. The 15-year-old was living with her and shot Saturday night near the pool at the Hammock Harbor apartment complex, according to investigators. The female that we arrested had a romantic relationship with both the suspect and the 15-year-old. What? Ordered by the judge, no contact with any children under 18, total bond on four charges, $45,000. Police say that there will probably be more charges coming. There are at least three more children in the household. DCF was called in. We spoke with Williams's defense attorney after that initial appearance at the jail. He said that the police report doesn't paint the full picture of those events that transpired on Saturday night. 
our preliminary investigation shows that the police reporting may be a little bit inaccurate and maybe the facts do not support the charges. She got the motorcycle lawyer. <laughs> All right. He either a real one or he don't know what he's doing. She got the motorcycle lawyer. Shout out to the motorcycle gang lawyer. All right. Uh, definitely. She on meth. If she knew Hey, she was like, I need a lawyer. And he showed up. All right. Oh, I know a lawyer. He in our motorcycle gang. All right. Yeah, man. Hell's angel lawyer ass. Hey, some of them be good lawyers, though. Some of them, though. By the way, did you notice that they said had a romantic relationship? If you and I hope this one is never you. If you're breaking down a 15 year old girl, <laughs> let's be clear that up. If you were caught breaking down a 15-year-old girl, do you think they would be saying it's a romantic relationship? Now, they might say she fell in love with you, but they would never say that you were in a romantic relationship with a 15-year-old. It would ne not even the 19-year-old. And you're 35. There's a 19-year-old. That 19-year-old is a suspect. Let's continue. So we're looking forward to dealing with this case in court. Williams told police that she was the legal guardian of the 15-year-old. Investigators have been in touch with the boy's mother. It is a very um, confusing case. We've got a guardian that's not a guardian. We've got a 35-year-old female that has been with both our suspect and our victim. Or, or if this was a man, a 35-year-old male graping a 15-year-old and a 19-year-old. <laughs> right it's not it's a very confusing story there ain't nothing confusing about this there's a 35 year old man graping the hell out of a 19 year old an underage 19 year old and graping a 15 year old woman your girl by the way girl that's what the story will be there's no confusion um the mother let sold the mother sold the 15 year old to the man and now she lives with him and she's been held hostage so i'm r kelly shit R. Kelly shit. Now they sitting here. Well, it's kind of confusing and convoluting. Ain't nothing confusing about it. Yeah, it's Florida. You be in the under the jail getting chemically castrated. Talking about they sex slaves and they are there not under their own recognizance and they be doing interviews talking about they brainwashed. But here they are there. It's kind of confusing. It was a love triangle going wrong and the woman. Well, the woman, you know, it was confusing. One got jealous of the other romantic relationship. And the other one used to suck the girl guy off when she went to high school. This is crazy. One of them being a juvenile. I mean, it's, it's a juvenile. Um, you mean a minor? What? <laughs> a juvenile. He ain't a juvenile. He's a minor. All right. If it's a woman, it's a minor. Oh, he's a juvenile. Talk about a juvenile. It has taken a lot of investigative work to get us this far. There will be no investigating work if this was you or a guy. If this was a man, there's no investigation needed. You're doing what to whom? Under the jail. They be checking your ass in the jail. You see this stuff? This is crazy. Rockledge police have identified a suspect now with the warrant out for his arrest. 19-year-old Dante Stokes, last known address in Titusville area. They believe he's still armed. If they see him, they need to not approach him. They need to use caution and definitely call law enforcement. Scott Heidler, West 2 News. Well, they fell in love and she put that peace leave on her. By the way, this is a 30. They, they're saying that this is a 35-year-old woman. 
35. Yeah, he's a victim. Oh, these victims, they will be in there. These victims are this and these victims. Yeah, the 19-year-old's a victim. Let's just say, forget the 15-year-old. The, the, the one that's on the run. If the girl was on the run, they were like, the victim's on the run. She's probably harbored by one of the 35-year-old's people. This woman is 35 years old. Florida got it down bad. I told you about them Kayleys down in Florida. I bet you 10 years ago, she looked pristine. Now look at her at 35. This woman looked like she ready for death. She warmed up. She warmed up. Look at that meth done kicked in. Boy, oh boy. I wish I could zoom in on it. 35 in Florida. <laughs> Goodness. Remind me not to move to Florida. Y'all didn't just move to Florida, coach. Um, I don't think so. This weather-beaten woman looks like death. I can't wait to see what she looks like at 45. Stop all that. But what do you think about this story? Let me see if there's enough to read in on this one. Read in on this one. This is what people are going for. Uh, where's the outrage? This is Rockledge, Florida. Shout out to Rockledge, Florida. It says right here, facing multiple charges. What are the charges? She says, uh, the police say she gave a 15-year-old boy a firearm to protect himself from the 19-year-old. Not only that, dude, she gave the gun to the 15-year-old boy. Police investigators say Chanel, of course it's Chanel, Chanel Williams, 35, was having a, quote, romantic relationship with both. The older teen shot the boy Saturday night multiple times, according to police. How did that happen? I guess the 15-year-old came out with the firearm and got it snatched. Well, got to have some training. Williams was in front of the judge for the first time on Monday in the Brevard County Jail as she faced four charges related to the shooting on Saturday. Changes, charges range from child neglect and abuse to failure to secure a weapon. What about statutory grape? I mean, where is that charge at? The 15-year-old boy was reported li reportedly living with Williams. How did, how did this boy living with her? He was shot on Saturday near the pool at this complex. It says right here, the female that was arrested had a romantic relationship. <laughs> and she got them out here death by simp. Romantic relationship. They didn't have a romantic relationship. She was graping both of them, according to you people who think people are metaphiles. And both of the suspect and the 15-year-old right here. They okay, they had a she had her, she's piping down. These dudes are piping both of them down. Williams was ordered by the judge to not have any contact with children under 18 and set the total bond on four charges at forty-five thousand dollars. Police say that there will probably be more charges against Williams coming and that there were be there were at least three children living in the house home and the DC family services came in. Let me see here. All right. It says right here, Williams told police that she was the legal guardian of the 15-year-old. Uh, of course, we don't get to see who the 15-year-old is because he's a minor. But we do have the 19-year-old. All right, so we do have the young man who did the shooting, and uh, we'll put his picture up. Or the I don't even know why his... Maybe he was already a criminal, but apparently they said he was on the run. So I don't know how they have a picture. But this, this is the mugshot. Oh, the humanity. Oh, the humanity.
Take a look at that. Wow, look at her mugshot. God dang. Oh, my goodness. And this is the young man who threw his life away for a 35. Listen, guys, at this age, when you're 19, you'll smash anything. Anything. All right, but here's the young man here. He's like, I'm getting free peace leave. Well, all peace leave ain't free. All peace leave is not free. <laughs> okay, at some particular point, the devil will come up with the receipt. And this young man about to lose his life for who? Goddamn lurch here. Oh, my Lord. There's always a fee to pay for some sex, man. Especially a woman that's giving you free sex. You should be suspect of her. How many times have you got, you know what I mean? Like, have you heard of or gotten into a situation where a woman was just giving you free sex only to find out she got a crazy ex or something's hovering around her? The energy hovering around her is all wrong. And you think you're getting it for free, but it's there's going to be a, something to pay for it, man. You're going to pay for it somehow. You know, and uh, yeah, man. So, wow. I don't know how she even met these two people, but. I guarantee you the guy that's 19, she probably was hitting that for years. I've told you about this. Older ladies that are the candy lady and invite you in. Older lady at the church. Oh, you my little boyfriend grooming the shit out of him. And then all of a sudden, he in there got her 10 toes up. I, this, is a, this is definitely something that goes on here in the United States and probably all over the world. Uh, but people don't talk about it because they didn't frame it as a romantic relationship. Let's get to these super chats. Um, shout out to um, Abel returns to Eden. Can you please give a few examples of nines and tens? Well, that's tough. That's tough because then people, you know, you give the example, then people do have say it's somewhat subjective. But my opinion is this. Um, my opinion is this. The true, true would be nines and tens. You never have they they they're in Monaco. You know what I mean? They they be on boats in Newport Beach. They be in Miami. Like they're they're not in your echelon. You don't really see them now. You do see women that are highly attractive, but but when you talk about the average woman that you see on a regular basis at your job, the cute girl at your job, she's not a nine. The cute girl at your job is not a nine. All right, these women don't hover around jobs the cute girl in your warehouse no every now and then one of the hottest girls in college that you see and you see her and you'd be like wow like she make your face turn ugly when you see her you'd be like damn that's an eddie murphy joke like you're not gonna a uh, uh, nine or a ten you would not flub your opportunity to talk to her meaning you would not try to run game on her you're not gonna waste the opportunity you would be like okay I got to make sure the shit is right, right chance. You're not going to walk up to her and just say some stupid shit. That's a nine or a 10, right? You're not just going to waste. You're not going to waste one that you had in the chamber. But you're over there running around in, um, you know, Edmonton, Canada, thinking you're seeing nines. You're not. Nines get approached to make films, either porn films or real films. They're on Harvey Weinstein's couch at some point. But they're, yeah, they're not checkout girls at Target. Damn, you're a nine. No. But they could be. They could. See, the problem is a nine in certain places that I would start naming, people are going to be like, nah, nah, nah. And so I'm not going to do it because people are going to say beauty standards, race, and all this shit. And by the way, 
a nine or a 10 has to be in the beauty standard of the world. You cannot be somebody that's outside of the beauty standard of the world and be like, yeah, there are nine outside only the black men. You can't do that with nines and tens. They're, somebody says Greta, but you can't be, now you can like a certain woman that could be a nine to you, but nine and 10 is in the standard, for instance, Miss Universe pageant, beauty pageants and shit like that. Like you can't be be like, well, I like them fat though. Fat Lizzo, she a nine to me. That's a nine to you. And even then, the looks department, there's even more than that. It's how they carry themselves. See, that's the other thing about nines and tens, in my opinion. You can't just be a pretty bitch. Matter of fact, I used to do model mayhem. And pretty bitches will be like this. Like, you think a pretty bitch is going to be the best model ever. And she comes out there, she puts her hands on her hip, and she puts one arm down, and she goes. And you're like, damn, you were beautiful before I told you to pose for the picture. <laughs> right? <laughs> and then pretty women don't make good models. So sometimes that even flies out the window. It's how you carry yourself with class. Have you ever seen a beautiful woman open her mouth and she sounds like Tamika? Like, you ever see this? You be in the hood in Birmingham. You be in you be in Memphis. And you see the finest chick you ever seen in Memphis. And you go, God damn. And she opens her mouth and her gums are black from smoking weed. And she start talking about, she start talking like a God, like she, she been banging thugs all her life. And you'd be like, her voice is raspy. And you go, yeah, she starts cursing like a sailor. And you go, mm. interesting. It confuses the shit out of you. So what happens is she looked like a nine, but boom, the way she carried herself just dropped her. And you're like, well, I'll still bang her. But. Her teeth was all jacked up. You ever see a beautiful woman and her teeth is up? Hey, one of the things that you should do if you're a parent and your kid is attractive, you got to fix their teeth. Ain't nothing like a beautiful woman and she come out and her teeth look like the swinging gate. Again, she was a nine until you seen her teeth. That's a difference. That right there is how you carry yourself. She could be beautiful. Then she opens her mouth and she looked like she got Mrs. Yuck Mouth, Mr. Yuck Mouth in her mouth. She immediately drops. So it's not just how you look on the outside, how you carry yourself, how you operate. Are you elegant? Are you fluid? How you walk? Do you walk like a gangbanger? Do you walk like you can't walk in heels? These all things matter. So anyway, anyway, yeah, military chicks be like that. Fine as hell. They hair be slicked back. Got they ponytail just right. You be like, ooh, and they open their mouth. What up, cub? What up, Sean? You know what I mean? Let's keep it 100. Let's keep it 100, Sean. I banged the chick in Baton Rouge like that. She was a ROTC chick. <laughs> she was a ROTC chick. She was a light-skinned, fine chick. And she talked like that. <laughs> you know what I mean, Sean? I was like, bro, I could not. Like, you be hitting it, and she turn all feminine. Ouchie, 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 ouchie. You bust, roar. And she be like, yo, you did that thing, Sean. You really put that on me. I was like. 
Again. Again. <laughs> Looks is one thing. How you carry yourself is another one. Let's just say uh, you see a nine and she's overtly sexual and perver perverted out in public. It, it immediately it makes you go, why does she have to do that? Like you wanted to be elegant and soft and feminine, but she out there twerking. You know what I mean? Like she's out there doing being like disgraceful. And you're like, and it goes down. So it is, <laughs> it is looks, but how you carry yourself. Looks, how you carry yourself. And what do your teeth look like? What is your, it's, it's, it goes into it. So you can't be really, shout out to Memphis again. But yeah, you can't really just be like, this person's a nine in the story. Because <laughs> uh, nines, one more thing, nines and tens aren't nines and tens for very long. They're nines and tens for a period of time. So in their period of time, is their, their shelf life is short. So like you might say, well, she's 35 and she's still gorgeous. At She ain't a nine or 10 no more at 35. Like, she's still gorgeous. She's still up there. She still could probably put heat on uh, aver average regular chick in Memphis. However, she's 35. She's not a 9 or a 10. You see what I mean? They got a short-ass shelf life. They got to capitalize on it. Anyway, she still can get it. She's still better than any chick you're going to get. But <laughs> she ain't 22 no more. She's now 36. She's still bad as F, but she ain't a nine. There's a lot that goes into it. Yeah, somebody said like Maya. Maya can still put heat on just about 90% of women out here right now. Maya could come out right now and put heat on most women. But is she a nine? She was, but she's up there, but she's in a different category. You got to put her ass over here. And Hall of Fame harass. Let me put you in the Hall of Fame. Let me bronze you. Let me put you. Let's sculpt you out. Let's keep you. Let's preserve you. Let's put the ice pack on you. Let's make sure you put some ice pack on the knees. You got to. We put you over there. You just the baddest bitches of the 36 to 45 category. But you ain't running this race. You're not running this race. But you still bad. But y'all didn't just like to hang on to old women. Especially old black women like crazy. Nia Long. You see what Nia Long looks like? She ain't a nine, and she ain't been a nine since she jogged in that sports bra on Friday. That was the last day she was a nine. Since then, <laughs> since then, she ain't even considered close. Y'all just still talking about Nia Long. Man, please, let's put her ass in the Hall of Fame all the way up with these old bras y'all keep bringing up. Hall of Fame her ass, and that's it. Right, Cry, cryogenically freeze them and free. Wait, don't let me get started here. Let's keep the image up. And we, when we put her plaque up, we're gonna put the picture of her when she was jogging. In Friday, we are gonna put the picture up and say, "Hey, this is Nia Long. She was, she was in this point, and she's no longer here. Hall of Fame, that ass. Let me see here. Oh, do they got a video?" I want a GIF. I want a GIF. All right, there we go right here. All right, let's let's see if we can share it. But she's not this anymore. He cheated on Nia Long. She ain't this Nia Long no more. She was. She came. She saw. She conquered. That day, she was a nine. <laughs> 
Just that day. <laughs> this day, on this day, she was the she was fired. After that, she was not. All right. <laughs> Last day ever. <laughs> all right. Anyway. But it's all subjective. Yeah, Megan, there, there's classic beauties out there. Even Megan Good, as much as she got in trouble with that reverend, I think Megan Good is like a classic beauty. Best thing she could do is not talk. You know what I mean? Like she, uh, Megan Good does not have to open her mouth. She doesn't have to open her mouth. And you would just be. <laughs> Megan Good. Megan Good is like a classic beauty. Everything about her is like classic. I don't care where it is. This, but but how old is Megan Good now? But anyway. All right. Let me see. Did I get all the super chats? I didn't. I, oh, we still got some. Schedule P says real men would clap those dusty cheeks for science. All right. Just for science purposes. And you might get the best best you ever had. For real, though, you know what I mean? That some of the best y'all going to have is with some of these science projects. Megan Good's 41. You know, I mean, I'm pretty sure she could still she's still better than most chicks out here. But she's 41. I mean, listen, I still take her. Looked her up and down and said, who am I take her? But 41, you can't be in the baddest chick conversation like you're not. Yeah, Sally Richardson, another one of those that is like classic beauty. I'm sure if you pulled up Sally Richardson picture right now, it ain't even in the conversation. All right, uh, Doxy Trash. I'm sorry, Tehran says, notice how they said 19-year-old man. Uh, but they, if it was a 19-year-old, they would call her a girl. If it was a girl, they would be like 19-year-old girl, 19-year-old baby, 19-year-old infant. If it was a woman in that story, a 19-year-old baby, a 19-year-old student, a 19-year-old underage 19-year-old, an illegal 19-year-old, a 19-year-old in high school, a night yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it went for for the guy, this 19-year-old man. 19-year-old man. All right, you see how they do us, man. All right, Doxy Trash says, yo, coach, some scammers hitting people on the gram through DM using coach Greg eat with the E Adams throwing a E in there. I reported it. Please do. I got a lot of people, man. I, and you know, that's why you need to get verified on these sites because way too many people are scamming. I got people uh, getting messages from me on Facebook. Let me tell you something. I will never message you on these sites. <laughs> like, I'm never going to message you out of the blue. I'm not going to tell you to go on WhatsApp. I'm never going to tell you to text me. There's people I haven't even text back, and they're my people. They're my relatives. <laughs> like, they try to do business, and I still haven't texted them back. I am not going to be texting you or having you text me. I'm not going to do it. So um, please do not get caught up on any scams on digital social media. I will show you my DMs. I ain't answer many. D I probably answer seven DMs. The rest of them, I don't. I don't even look at them. So let alone be hitting people up. I don't even send friend requests. I'm only following 141 people on Instagram, and I can't even understand how it's that high. Okay, I can't even understand how it's that high. I'm not that involved in in into that. Um, social media like that. I post my shit and I get the fuck off. So 
I haven't sent friend requests on Facebook, nothing. I don't even go over there. I only go over there to post on my business, Coach Greg Adams' page. I don't even look at my personal page. So trust me, please do not get scammed. All right, uh, Roberto, and don't send any of these fools money. And when you cash app, make sure it's this cash app. And it's not anything other than this. Roberto Moreno. Oh, one more thing. And I'll never ask you for money on Cash App. Never. Okay. Somebody said, Coach ain't lying. He ain't responded to my IG DM for three months. Three months? Shit, man, please. There's DMs in them for years. I haven't even looked at them. Um, And it's almost impossible. It's a daunting task. I mean, I look at it. I, every now and then, it's sitting over there with 99-plus requests. I'm over there like, I ain't never getting to that. All right. Roberto Moreno, shout out to Sean, where he been. All right. Might be out of context for me. And my man, Deshaun Rose says, good evening, coach. In for another show and to donate. Thank you, man. Let me get Venmo and PayPal. Then we out of here. Two and a half hours. If the, Yeah, there's. I actually showed you. And there were women in there. In my DMs. And I still, <laughs> I don't give a shit. To me, that's too much work. If there's women in there, high CGA. Every now and then I'll catch one and be like, okay, I remember she donated. So I'll I'll follow it. I'll I'll do whatever that. Or they comment and I'll click the comment, which I rarely check, but I'll click it. I'll say, Oh, I see that person donated to me once. And I'll follow her or I'll ask, answer something. But other than that, some broad on Instagram DMing me. <laughs> I'm sure some people have tried to set me up. Like they probably had some. I'm 16 years old from Tupelo. I have feet pictures. I'm sure people have tried to. I'm sure haters have tried to make a fake profile. <laughs> Somebody says, will coach respond to a nine? No. Because this, why, why would I do that? Now, what I would do is. If I found a nine that I would want to fly in, I'll I'll approach her. But if she in my DM, hi, I want to come see you. Fly me in. I'm in Alaska. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Next. I ain't about to start that conversation. Really? Wow. Oh, boy. I got one. I got one on the hook. Please. Next. <laughs> Hi, handsome. I watch your show and I touch myself when I when you're talking. Next. Listen to that shit. I wouldn't even waste my time. Really? Tell me about it. What do you like about me? Where do you live? Wow. Oh, you live halfway across the planet. Oh, wow. You really going to come see me? I'll fly you in. Here's the airline ticket. Scam. <laughs> Please. I won't even do it. I won't even I won't even engage. Absolutely not. <laughs> like, so I'm sure dudes be trying to set me up and the girl really 16. Let's see how far he'll go. She really 16. She go to high school. Let's see if he's gonna take the bait. Next. They ain't even gonna look at it. Now, if it was a celebrity broad, I might think about it. <laughs> yeah. Man, celebrity broad or something like that. Yeah, if Jessica Alba. Or some shit like that, or a young one, Selena Gomez, before she blew up like the Goodyear blimp. If Selena Gomez texts me up, <laughs> I would be like, "Oh, all right, can we prove it, Selena?" 
then I would do it. Somebody said, Crystal mad. She's been trying to hit me up, trying to catch me. I ain't, you ain't going to get me hemmed up. Like, nah, I, I'm too, I'm too savvy. Is Zendaya, if Zendaya emailed me, now we talking, all right? Now, if Zendaya emailed me, I'm in like swimwear. I'm in there like swimwear. I'm in there. I'm in like, ooh, I'm going to have some raisins tonight. I'm going to be like, ooh, raisins. <laughs> I'm going to be in there. I'm going to be like bones, long ass toes, raisins. <laughs> I'm going to be touching on. I'm going to be putting hands up on some hips. If, if, yeah, that's it. And heels. Got ant heels. She going to be. Yeah, bro. That's it. I'm not. I'm not other than that. <laughs> And if people want to know who's a, if uh, nine or ten Zendaya in my book, I don't care what y'all say. Zendaya is a classic beauty, classic. She is a nine or a ten. Take your pick. No thotty chicks are a nine or ten. There's no thought. The definition of a thought is you're not a nine or a ten. Like you're a hot eight, and mostly probably a six, and you went up to an eight. There's no thoughts. No booty models, no nothing, no Instagram chicks, or none of them are nines or tens. None. Absolutely zero of them. There's no Instagram chick that is a nine or a ten. Now, <laughs> all of them are thoughts. By definition, you are not a nine or a ten. You might be beautiful as fuck. You might be gorgeous. You might be stunning, but you are not a nine or a ten. Anyway. <laughs> no booty. When I say none, I mean absolutely none of them are nine. Not not even close. Not even freaking close. Anyway. <laughs> booty models and shit like that. Girls that walk pictures of them walking and standing with one leg stiff and one leg poked out. That is not a nine or a ten. You are that's just a thought. <laughs> that's just a highly attractive woman monetizing herself for YouTube, uh, for, uh, for Instagram and TikTok, and she's still gorgeous, but she ain't a nine or a 10. Not even close. All right. It ain't even up for discussion. All right. Where we at? Nine or tens are in a small category. There might be only 30 of them in the world. All right, let's get into it. Last couple. We'll call you Andre. He says, Hey coach, I appreciate the show. You did on reviewing sex over life. He says, could we do more segments of shows that cover RP moments? I would love it if you covered Eyes Wide Shut. As a matter of fact, I actually wanted to watch that movie recently because I had a situation where it reminded me of it. But um, yeah, Eyes Wide Shut. I want to go review that again. I'm actually going to watch it. The problem with me in shows is I don't have patience watching them. So if I can't watch them with 1.5 speed, like on Netflix, you can put it to one and a half speed so I can speed through it. But shit be dragging on way too long. I'd be like, oh, man, get to the point. So I want to be able to speed through it. And some of some shows I can't speed through. Deadly Ellie, but coach, that 35-year-old got high cheekbones. He says, tens don't exist. There's a great argument for that. There's not, man, tens, there got to be like 10 tens in the world. 
There got to be like 10 tens in the world. Y'all talking about she a 10. There got to be less than 10. There ain't no really no tens. All right, shout out to Double R in the building. He says, get Florida out your mouth, yeah, bitch. Florida free agent in the in the house. Somebody said, I said five, five tens. There ain't that many tens in the world. So now that takes you to nine. <laughs> right, that takes you to the nines. How many of them? 40? 50? There's only like them. It ain't like they everywhere. Now talk about the women who are eights that make themselves up to be a nine. But uh, let's get in here. Let me see here. Something I said, yeah, that brother starving for Zendaya. I got to get it, man. Hey. Yeah, that brother's starving. I'm not starving, but whoa. Somebody says, nah. He says, nah, not 10. Out of 8 billion, 10s. If tens were just walking around the earth, <laughs> if tens were just walking around the earth, there would be no need to measure women. All right, uh, let's see here. I think I got every. No, I didn't. Shout out to. Uh, oh, that was Tehran said. I'm brother starving for five yeah, Zendaya. Starving. <laughs> Let me see here, Zendaya, and that doesn't mean a lot of women. If you're an eight, there's women. I'm an eight. That means I'm not attractive. No, that doesn't mean it. Uh, let me see Zendaya. Let me see if I can pull up a Zendaya picture just being classic. And again, there's a certain, I don't want to hear shit about people too skinny and people this and that. There's a certain type physically where you hit the genetic lottery where you zoom to the top. There's no discussion. There's no, well, if the beauty standards were different, there's no discussion, ninjas. There's a type. <laughs> there's a freaking type that zooms. Like it's called the genetic lottery. Yeah, there got to be symmetry. You can't just be like, well, if the beauty standards were different, get the fuck out of here. No, that, that that's not a part of the conversation, Ninja. There's a type, <laughs> right? And Zendaya is it. She got it, all right? She got it. She won. <laughs> yeah, all right? It's called you won the genetic lottery. It's got to kind of just come together. And they even say, and Kevin Samuels talked about it, but I think I talked about it as well. Even babies can recognize it, according to science. Even babies can recognize it. When they're around, there's no conversation about beauty types and color and race and culture and where you're from. Even the babies know, and they will lock in on that type. They will lock the hell in. There's no conversation to be had. Zendaya is there. She won the lottery. There's not much she can do about it. She got it. Now, you might say she's too skinny for you and all that shit. That's fine. But she in there. <laughs> she, she got it. There's no conversation about it. What, what, what we going to rip her apart at? What you going to talk about that? Listen, the science. This is not, it's not even subjective. It's science. Now, you can say, I don't want to have a woman like that. I prefer a fat woman. That's you, right? That's you, all right? And that's you. But Zendaya skyrocketed, and she skyrocketed before she even hit 15. She skyrocketed. Why? She had the sim She had the symmetry. She had it. She had it. Nobody was going to stop her. Nobody was going to say, yeah, you need to gain some weight. Nobody was going to stop it. She skyrocketed from 15, and there was no stopping her. That's called genetic lottery. That's called you got it. Now, if you want to talk about preferences in the bedroom sexually, and what you're attracted to and aroused to, different conversation. 
different conversation. You can just say that's a 10 to me. But when it comes to this shit, can she compete against Zendaya? No. Somebody said she did the casting couch. Who doesn't? <laughs> Who doesn't in that industry? But nobody was stopping her. She was, it is what it is. Who don't do the casting couch, Ninja? But I guarantee you she ain't got to do it now. Somebody, yeah, we got it. All right. Well, yeah, what you get hard for is another conversation, but hey, that's called subjective. What you're getting sexually aroused to, there's dudes that get sexually aroused to the Siamese twins that I put up earlier. Does that mean they're nines? Does that mean because you because you want to rub one out? Let me let me pull them up. See, arousal is a whole different conversation. I might not even there's times you might not even be aroused by a woman that you know is highly attractive. You might say, ah, it's just too skinny and your arousal don't work the same. But there's some dirty ninjas out here that will get aroused for this woman. These women right here. <laughs> Let's put her back up. All right. Now, arousal has nothing to do where you land on the beauty scale because y'all ninjas is nasty enough to rub one out on this. And that's a fact. Now, these ain't nines and tens, but y'all dirty, nasty dudes will rub it out. And it is what it is. Doesn't mean there are nine or a ten. That's a whole different conversation. Just let that be known. All right, anyway. Anyway, anyway. I think to me, nines and tens, there's no question. It is not subjective. There's nothing to be done with it. Uh, the only thing you could do is just hope this woman don't be uh, that beautiful no more. <laughs> All right, anyway. Anyway, where are we at here? Somebody says, I feel the same for Jenny, Jenna Ortega, coach. You hella starving. I don't even know who that is. You know I'm bad with names. Season day, I got one name, so I know. Jenna Ortega, there you go. I see her. But yeah, everybody has a oh, she's Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay, so she's Wednesday on the on the new show. All right. But anyway, shout out to the coach gang. Let me check, make sure I cleared everything because I did stay. And somebody's gonna say, you missed my chat. All right, let me see here. That's Venmo. We cleared out. You can hit the like button on the way out. Maybe I'll watch Eyes Wide Shut tonight. And uh, all I can remember from that movie is take off your clothing. I know why I wanted to watch it, because I was in all that gothic shit in Italy. That's what it was. I was in all that gothic shit in Italy, and I was like, this shit reminds me of some Because they have big-ass doors, wood doors, with these uh, knockers that have lion faces on it. I thought I was in Eyes Wide Shut. That's exactly why I was wanting to watch it. So shout-out to oh, Janelle, Janelle Monet, another one. It's hard to argue against her classic beauty. It's hard to argue, even though I don't like her kind of as a as a personality. But Janelle Monet, she's got it. She got to be close to the conversation. All right. Shout out to the coach game. All right. And we out of here. Peace. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it and put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out.